Yo, 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 Brown Sugar with Edgar and Vince, finally. Uh, we're, I, we're, we're back. We're trying to do a regular once-a-week thing, but um, Father's Day and a couple other things. So we're here. Um, Vince, you want anything you wanted to say? I just want to hit you guys with the intro. No, not really, man. Just the Edgar's been giving me a hard time. Man, this guy's like a slave driver, dude. Just because I was a little late on the on getting another podcast going, man. I'm sorry. I'm trying really hard to just kind of ease back. It's just it's a passion project of mine, and I got I got I feel like I have a limited amount of time to do some things because my dumbass is unemployed. Yeah, so I'm kind of trying to trying to make the most of the, of the day. But I got you. I wanted to be organic, like you said. So we're here. We got a lot of shit to talk about, I guess. Um, I get. I don't know. You can just ask me questions on my dumbass buying a gun the wrong way. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the the latest uh, Edgar Edgar little surprise was that he came over today. We're recording at my house today, and he came over and was like, "Man, I bought a gun." He texted me the other day. He bought a gun. I was like, "Man, this guy always advocated against purchase of guns, anti-gun, all this and that." And look at him. Bought a gun. So first, when I read the text, I had to let it sink in for a little while. And then I replied like, man, what is this guy thinking? And then curiosity, obviously, is getting to me. I had to find nah, out my what dumbass kind disclosed of gun. It. My dumbass disclosed it. I had to find out what kind of gun. <laughs> so when a rookie goes to buy a gun, man, he gets played. And uh, he could he can release the the details of that that awesome purchase. So to clarify, it was it was a gun purchase legally. I didn't buy anything off the street um, out of a trunk of anybody's car. So basically, he's absolutely right. I've always been I, not necessarily anti-gun. I always understood the reason people enjoyed them. I just they didn't really interest me enough to know all the details, the history, the fucking calibers, the rules, <coughs> the laws. But basically, I've always been curious to have one. I have two kids. And ba- basically, it's always been a home defense type deal. Like, I understand why people have guns and why they need them. I get it, you know. But I've just, I've never really been a fearful cat, you know what I mean? Or a person. But anyways, shit, you know, you I look out, you look out the window. You, But anyways, what really got me, I started working or I started doing some, some uh, volunteering. And I just happened to stumble across a gun nut, security guard, combat boots, looks the complete real deal. Never, never, never served a day in the military. Never been a cop, but he's all about that life. Drives a Harley, so I just started bending his ear a little bit. Like, hey, man, from Victorville. He lives in San Bernardino. Oh, nah, that's born close. and bred, born and bred white dude, <laughs> born and bred white dude from San Bernardino. That's close. You could almost tell, like the MAGA was seeping through his pores. <laughs> he didn't wear face masks. He's one of them cats. Ooh. But anyways, I just like to chop it up with people. So I, I, I had some time. I wrapped up a little early. He was sitting down on his little post. And somehow guns came about, and he was telling me, you know, he was schooling me on guns. And I was like, you know what, I've been kind of giving it a go. And he was giving me all kinds of pointers. Like, you know, if you are, he was telling me exactly what you're saying. Shop around, go to five, six different multiple stores. Is that what you did? I did not. So anyways, <laughs> on the way home, there's a gun store, like, literally across the street. And I just happened to, I, I, homeboy sold me on just getting, you know, for home defense, I wanted to just get a double barrel shotgun. Oh my god! Just you know, what I mean, I, I need. I probably don't. I don't want to hunt. I'm not a hunter. I'm vegan. I'm not gonna do that. Oh my! I'll pull god. this shit out when I need to, if I ever have to. Probably not even have to load it just to show a motherfucker a shotgun and then leave. That's the plan. But I go and I mean, if you fucking if you pass by a Bass Pro Shop or a Turner's, the fucking lines are out the door, bro. 
So I went in this shop and they only had X amount of fucking, they didn't have any fucking shotguns that looked appealing and they didn't have any handguns. So uh, I seen, I was taking my test cause you gotta take that, that fire gun safety test. Very complicated test by the way. It's not very, I didn't pass it on, I didn't pass it on the first try. Oh my God. Bro, bro I didn't know the laws bro. I didn't know it was 21. Oh Girl, you might be the first person on the planet. Bro. Nah, nah. I know I'm not the yeah. first one to not pass on the first try. Dude, the passage rate is 99.9% on that, that test, bro. And, then, to be. and I want to be the poster child because I'm pretty, I'm not very smart and I should have known a gun oh and they gave me a gun. God, so, bro. anyways, homeboy's doing his whole little spill on showing people what he had left because he didn't have much. But uh, he pulls out, you know, he pulls out some shotguns. He was showing me to the next people because I was taking my test. And then he, he pulls out this fucking AK looking thing. Oh my god! And I'm like, damn, really? that, sh- that shit is badass. And then he's saying it shoots it shoots nine millimeter rounds. Oh, and- I would have been disappointed. So, uh, anyways, long story short, um, I, I jumped on board and I got a really expensive AK that shoots nine millimeter rounds. Come on, rounds. bro, say how much you paid, man. Well, Out the mean, door. Give give an estimate as to where we're where we're what we're talking here, bro. It's going to sound super irresponsible because I am unemployed. Oh, my God. Because I am unemployed, but let's just say it was anywhere between five to $700. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that number. On the, that ha- on the higher crazy. end, not, not, not trying to boast because I, I wish I had that money back right now. Yeah. But the purchase has been made, and I should get my call back because I, uh, I don't have any, uh, a criminal record, so I should get my, my clearing no later than mid next week. Not if anybody listens to this. Oh my hey, any God, of you, any man. anybody listening that's a NRA uh, gun gunner or uh, membership holder or whatever, um, it's not that hard to get a gun here. No, not at all, dude. I but it's a lot more extensive in California because I was, you know, you meet up, you, you know what gun nuts are, right? Oh yeah, bro. Absolutely. This shop breeds them, bro. Well, dude, everybody had an yeah, opinion yeah, about yeah. a gun in this shop. Yeah, of course, bro. I was waiting yeah. to take the test. The dude, the dude in front of me was here. The dude behind me was like, "Fuck California, California." Yeah. Anything cool related to a gun you can't have here? That is true. According to him, because I think he was, I, I, I think I he was an Arizona cat. I agree. We don't have good. This dude was upset cat. that you can't conceal carry out in the open. Yeah, we can't open carry. We can't conceal carry anymore. Um, that just happened like a couple years ago. Okay. Cause so that's a new law. I remember I took that test. I think it was 2015. And you passed on first try. Don't be lying to me, baby. I did. I got them all right, but only I think the exact. Oh, you got them all right. I did, and I'll I'll give you I'll give you a little uh, benefit of the doubt. Is I think that they changed the test a little bit recently. To my defense, the only thing that really bots me, don't get me wrong, like, because it is pretty common sense. Like, hey, do you point the gun at the floor? Yeah. Like that shit's obvious. I didn't miss those. What I missed was a specific age. I thought you had to be eighteen. No, California's twenty-one. For what? To own a gun. To own a gun? Yes. Yeah, see, that... that so, I thought changed. I was 18. So, a lot of my... There's, like, five or six questions relating to the 18. Because you had to know that to answer it right. Yeah, see, I would have to look at that because not until maybe recently, it was 18 to get a long rifle or, like, a shotgun. Yeah. Anything long that you, like, can't conceal. Okay. But, like, pistols... And like uh, sawed-off shotguns, because those or like pistol grip pumps. Sorry, pistol grip pump, not shot sawed-offs, but pistol grip pumps because they're smaller and they have the pistol grip. I, it's kind of a weird the way that they classify that, but because I tried to buy one one time and I had identification issues because you have to have when you buy a pistol you have to have the two matchings. So I don't yeah. know. I think they may have changed a lot of that stuff. No, I, I bought no my joke. guns. 
my ID doesn't have my current address, but it is updated with the DMV. But since yeah. my ID doesn't expire for three years, I didn't renew it. Yeah, yeah. I, so I had to bring a fucking, I had to bring a utility bill. Yeah, and my birth certificate. You have to have two, at least two matching like forms of identification, which gets like really complicated. I guess you don't really appreciate how complicated it could freaking get. But I remember I wanted my gun so bad when we were younger. Ten like, day grace period always. Yeah, it'd been okay. a ten, gra- ten day grace period at that time too, but. It's kind of interesting how easy it is to get a gun. Because back then, you didn't even need to take that test if you were getting Shut a long rifle. Up. It was only for, like, pistols. Uh, I think. I might be wrong. That makes sense, though. Because if it's a hunting rifle, what do you need a safety test for? Right? I don't know. I got it out of the way, and I got my guns. But, yeah, I don't know about AK-47 the style rifle uh... that, sells, or that shoots 9 millis. Come on, man. I'm going to take you to the range. You and sell I, yourself short. Yeah, I mean, that, it's probably going to be the only like gun I ever buy, gun. bro. For the amount I paid for, bro, I can't afford to just hoard them up. Yeah. Because I would really want just a nine or a, a, a double double barrel shotgun. That's I all I know, really man. need. Why do you have the double barrel? Like, the double barrel is not that much of a fear factor aside from you seeing a double barrel. But if you miss, you have to, like, load it. Uh, you're right. You know, like, right. where if you get a pump action... Or if you get well, this nice, motherfucker is a semi-automatic, so yeah, I got yeah. ten in the clip, and then I'm not gonna. Auto. If but I miss, you I miss. Worry, you gotta worry about the accuracy now, and then you also have to worry about like um, having to reload potentially, where you have a, a spray factor with the shotguns, man. That's why I don't get it. That's why I didn't have to get a shotgun. You're right. I got the shotgun, man. I'm trying no, to take good. everybody out down the hallway. No, you're right. If they're coming in. And then it was explained to me on the hollow point. Okay, I don't know the hollow point shit. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I just thought hollow points were illegal. Homeboy's like, no. no. The dude next to me chiming in. The, the gun nuts are crazy, bro. Yeah, they know everything. This cat's like, <laughs> he's like, look at it this way, bro. Do you want the bullet to stay in the motherfucker breaking into your house? Or do you want it to potentially hit your neighbor? I'm like, no, no, no. I want it to stay with the guy I'm hitting. He's like, get the hollow point. Yeah, that thing. So I got a pack, but I can't shoot those at the range. No, you usually can't. So I got Unless two cartons. Unless you go maybe like outdoors. So. Yeah, I got two cartons of range. We got to go to the range. Yeah. I'm yeah, down for, for Magnum. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I want to do it in clothes, though. Do you remember the story? Or you were the first one to ever take me to shoot a gun. You remember? Was I? You remember I almost got kicked out? For what? Because you were pointing it at people. Not on purpose. Come I on. shot the gun. I do remember that. I shot the gun for the first time. I didn't know when you shot the gun, casein bounces back or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you got scared. Dude, I thought it was a ricochet bullet, bro. So yeah. my first thing, oh I turned around God, and I had the gun pointed. Because I spazzed out. I thought the gun was coming, the yeah, bullet was coming at me. I remember me. you freaked me out, dude. Everybody's hands went up, bro. I went over, I overreacted. I think I was like, what the fuck? We almost got, I yeah. almost got, luckily the. Oh, that's the, embarrassing, bro. Come yeah. on, man. That's how fucking. And now you got a 9mm AK that's semi automatic 10 rounds. I'm scared for the people. If I end up in the news, you know why. I'm nah, scared. but you I'm trust. Scared. If, discharge if somebody with my mental my intel, my mental aptitude is gonna own one, I, I think I think. But ultimately, I never want to use the fucking thing in real life. Yeah, you never want to have to use. Your and that's that's the only reason I got it. It's super expensive, but it's like a it's a I, I I've I've never been an anti Second Amendment cat. I just I wasn't one of those dudes that I just didn't see the point. You know what I mean? In yeah. my opinion, but yeah. I don't knock it. So I, that's my gun, my gun purchase. It, it, that was fantastic, man. When you told me that you got the Mach AK forty seven, that's just the nine milli, man. If anybody knows, you look at a nine millimeter round. You could even Google it. You look at a nine millimeter round, Small. and you look at a seven six two by thirty nine, which is what AK said AK forty seven shoots. 
It's a big diff. But I mean, at the end of the day, they both they both have stopping power. If I had, I get it though. I get your take. But if I was a gun nut coming at you aggressive with a nine millimeter AK, I get it. But I'm just thinking about purchase price as well because right. you could get SKSs, you could get AKs, all for around that same price point. I want you to go out and try to get a gun now, though. It's different, bro. The yeah, market well, is different. Well, the supply and demand piece is completely shifted. Well, they said that, you know, with the lockdown stuff and yada yada yada, guns have gone up. But even more recently, with the defund the police movement. Even those motherfuckers are buying guns. Right? Everybody's buying yeah. guns now. That's what they say. Everybody should have been buying guns prior to. I I like my guns. You've always been a reasonable fucking gun owner. I mean, you I have think, more than five, I think, right? In total, I, I probably have like around five. But you've never you don't you're not a registered NRA cat. No, I'm not. I you don't go I, hunting. No, I don't. I've always liked gun owners like you, bro. Yeah. Own them, but don't talk about them that much. Yeah, I think you need to be a responsible gun owner. I talk about mine. I think they're fun. Recreationally, you know, you go to the range and you let them off. But I think that nobody should ever want to, like, actively try to use that gun. Yeah, like, I would never pull this shit out and go to a fucking city hall and protest it. Like, I don't see the point of that, bro. Yeah. But, like, I have a fun, you know, I have a funny story was I was in, when I was living in Rialto, the neighbor across the street, I think his parents were probably out of town. He's a young cat. And um, we were, or they were, they were uh, throwing a big party. And then I heard like, or I was dead asleep because I sleep pretty, pretty heavy. Sometimes. Is it Rialto you said? Yeah, when oh, we're okay. Rialto. So this must have been like 2015. I don't, I think I was living in Rialto at that time. Um, and they were throwing like this huge party across the street. Anyway, a fight broke out and somebody started shooting. Oh, hell no. And so like my mom and Rosie, they make fun of me because they say like, nobody tell Vincent because we know what he's going to do. Uh, and Lord. sure enough, they said that I stumbled out into the living room with my shotgun in my... You were asleep? I was asleep uh, when shit. the fight was happening and everything. But I stumbled into the living room, like half asleep with my shotgun. And I had the... Um, I had my bo- I was just in my boxers. And my mom, Rosie, and I think my our oldest son was in the living room. And they were shocked because, you know, we had never heard... Were you wearing socks? No, I take my socks <laughs> off. Dude. You get the athlete's foot overnight. Oh, Lord. With overnight sweat, you know what I mean? Anyway, I heard, uh, co- or when I heard the commotion, I stumbled out into the living room because we were shocked. We had never heard, like, gunshots was or anything a live in that area. Did it hit the window or No, something? they were shooting in the air. Oh, thank you. God, because my son was out there. Yeah, you know, my bro. son, they were curious about what the curiosity was. And at first, it was just a fist fight, you know? And, like, mm. They weren't, you know, they glanced outside of the window like, what's going on? You know, we wanted to make sure everything was okay because we get these, like, bad accidents sometimes and yeah. stuff like that. It was that a street. busy street. I remember We that. used to. And uh, but they were seeing what was going on. Anyways, you hear, bah, 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 bah. And it was just a couple rounds. Maybe it was, like, five. And uh, I stumbled out, and they were like, damn, that's why we didn't want to tell you, man. Look at you. And I was Did like, you come outside with it? No, no, I didn't uh, go outside, man. There was, like, 40 or 50 people uh, out there, okay. man. They were all... You know, doing their because you can't take the gun out and point it at anybody, right? That's the law. Well, you know, the law is like curious. It, it, it's a really like a weird thing because I was reading on uh, not too long ago. This is Michigan, so a little bit of probably different laws, but I think it would be applicable to California as well. I was reading about proof from D twelve and how he had gotten into his uh, little scuffle at the club. And he had shot somebody, and then the security guard ended up shooting and killing him or whatever happened. 
He pulled out the gun first, they said. They that, say no? that he shot first, but then other accounts, obviously, they're going to go back and forth. You know, people who are, like, close to proof are going to... And that's Eminem's friend for anybody who doesn't know. D12. D12, back proof. in the day. And uh, he got into a little scuffle at a club or something over, like, a pool game. It was something stupid, man. Anyway, it was in Detroit, right? Downtown? Yeah, it was in Detroit. And he ended up getting into, like, a little bit of a gunfight with somebody... He got shot and killed, but it ends up being that, like, the person that he was shooting, fighting with, their cousin or a brother or somebody, the, their relative, was a security guard at that club. And I think it was the security guard that ultimately shot and killed Proof. And how that kind of circles back is, like, how the laws are weird in that you can, it, it would be considered self-defense of another, which is ju- justified. But it's not justified that you pulled out your gun to carry out, like, the defense of the other. Because then the guy, I think, got charged with, like, discharge of a firearm in in public. Which, that makes no sense because... So he didn't get the he didn't get the, he didn't get the count for the body, but he got the count exactly. for the action leading to it. Exactly. Is it? Well, you know, or yeah, that. exactly because yeah. you know, but it's weird how you could have like a justified homicide, and that and, and you know, justified homicides in our society are like supposed to be theoretically speaking, like when they're the most dire situations, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get you could potentially get charged with like real. Discharging your firearm in public. That's kind of weird, you know? That just doesn't make no sense because you needed to be able to do that. For defense, you needed... To protect yourself or to survive or whatever it is, you know? like That's the thing with these laws, bro. That's what scares me is my dumb ass having something loaded going to and from a range, let's say. Yeah. And I know you you can't have the clip in the gun in the side of the car. You couldn't have it loaded. You couldn't have it anything. And you would have to have them in, like, separate cases. And I don't know. I'd have to look into it. I don't remember... Because I was pretty reckless when I would transport mine. I would just have, like, my gun in the back, and then I would lock up the ammo in another container. It's not, like, reckless in the yeah. manner that, like, I I just probably—I yeah, I may have not fulfilled yeah. the requirements of the law to transport my weapon, which I don't really care what the law says all the time. I just heard a, a crazy story once. This dude, uh, he had his gun. He, he was a licensed—he uh, was, he was, he, he, he was a registered gun owner. It was a legal gun that he had in his car, loaded though underneath his seat. Yeah. And he got the car broken into, and yeah. the gun was taken. Yeah. And the gun was used for something, a crime, and it came back on him. But he got charged with a felony for having the fucking gun in his car. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. Yeah. That so that always, really... and I was in California. So that's just scary. I'm like, nah. I yeah. Can't, I see, just... I would have to like read the details and specifics on that because it, it could really bleed into like this really weird slippery slope that just makes no sense and everything is contradictory. Like, that security guard to defend... Even if it wasn't his relative, it was a patron. He needed to pull that gun out if proof, proof is shoot. You don't know everything that's going on yeah. at that time. You know what I mean? But to to then charge him with, like, oh, well, we can't get you for the murder. But, hey, we're going to get you because we, you know, whatever the case may be, maybe we don't like you. Is or, your take is, like, maybe, maybe Eminem fronted some money on a lawyer and the lawyer was going no, for the guy? No, You don't think it was anything like that? Yeah. Because I remember, I thought it was I'm a fist fight. Alex Jones. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, but like, I wonder, I wonder why they were going after the security guard, mind you, aside from killing Proof, you know? Because Proof, he's had, he had a criminal rep, and he was known to pull guns out. Yeah, I mean, if he's because I think he had one other incident in the past where he's gotten involved in a fist in a shooting. 
Yeah, I mean, if but the charges never stuck, or he did some time. I don't remember, but yeah, if he's pulling. And out I'm not saying anybody should have. But bottom line, I'm going back to the point where there should you should never be at a point where you're at a club and you have to pull out a gun and yeah, shoot anybody. You man. Either or, if you're the aggressor or not. Yeah, you should. I don't get that kind. Of, I'm, I'm not a club guy, so I, I don't know what alcohol does to people. But you know, I don't know, man. It's just it's a fucked up. Well, situation. I think just like pride and ego. You know, like I've been. Been drunk before, and I think to myself, like, in, are you in glad a, you didn't have the gun in certain situations? Not, not really, because I was never like, I never felt threatened for my life. But like, I bet you there's a lot of people who have gotten in fights or have gotten beat up or jumped or whatever the case may be, and they didn't feel like their life was in in harm or was in danger, but they ended up losing their life or something, you know, like serious bodily injury. So I don't know, man. The only time I could say that I, I was concerned with you, because you, you've had a gun in your possession for, what, 10 years now, probably? I've you, had a, I've had, I think I bought my, yeah, probably like when we were 21 or 22. Yeah, so about 10 years. Yeah, and I think the only time, like I said, like, that's why, I mean, not just because you're my brother, but like, the way you take things, like, you're never to the extreme on any aspect of it. And I never felt like you're a nut gun holder or one of them cats, except one time, bro, and we could blurt it out. <laughs> You were buying a car and you loaded up a shotgun in the trunk. Yeah, I did, man. And I mind you, you did have X amount of dollars on you and you're going to LA. <laughs> was, but I always yeah. remember when you told me that straight face. You're like, yeah, I loaded up the shotgun in the trunk. And no, I, I had so I had the <laughs> I had uh, I had the rounds to the sh- which would make no sense, right? Because if everything was moving fast, I would have never even. It was just like false sense of security. But I had my 12 gauge rounds in the glove compartment, and then I had my 12 gauge locked up in the trunk which i think is what you're supposed to do and i was going to east la to buy a car (laughs) and i had like i think four thousand cash on me something like that and i was like going into the hood a pretty grimy part of east la right i mean i like we're from the IE people we're from the born and bred bred. you just kind of like drive by on your way to like la (laughs) to go to you know the uh, Museum of Tolerance or something, you know? But anyway, I bought the guy, or I bought, not the guy, I bought the car without any issue, and the guy ended up being one of the coolest people in the world. I remember that. So, like, I bought, I brought the gun just because, like, at that time, you were hearing the news reports of, like, Craigslist killers and, like, all these, inter- you know, like, and I was like, well, you know, I don't want to get caught in, like, a really weird, hairy situation and, like... The guy lived in, like, this back house, so you had to, like, go up a road. Like, you had to walk up, like, this shady driveway to go up there. But, I mean, the guy ended up being super cool, and I still have him on social media to this day. If you're ever on it, though, right? I don't go on it anymore, <laughs> uh, but the guy's, like, a super cool dude. And, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it was just, you know, a false. it was, like, a false sense of security because there is no way that, like, I was going to be, if everything went south, there was no way I was going to be able to, like, run down this guy's driveway, get through, get like, gun. the fence that you had to go through to get, even get into the property. And then, you know, it was, like, one of those uphill driveways, so I would have had to, like, dart downstairs. And then, um, like, my mom was in the car. That was, was the like, only time. my mom taking me, man. That was the only time I was like, man, this dude's going to... Because I think you told me ahead of time you had the shoddy in the car. Yeah, for sure. And I was just thinking, I'm like, man, hopefully this shit doesn't go south. Because who knows what's going to happen if the shotgun has to come out. No. Luckily, more times than not, nothing has to happen. No. Because I don't was, think we attract that kind of energy with no. people. And what was really, what was really cool is, like, getting to know the guy a little bit more. He ends up being a huge gun nut. 
Wow, uh, okay. So he He had probably his, went out fucking ranked oh, anyway. Yeah, all day of the week, man. This guy had like all kinds of shit. He was at home. He you had know grenades what I mean? like, waiting, bro. Dude, this uh, guy had he's super cool. Um, but yeah, dude, like he ends up being like, Oh yeah, man, like while we're talking, because like I went in there and I wanted to like get to know him. Dude. You know, I'm purchasing a car off of him. I didn't never done that. We were like in our early twenties or mid twenties. Yeah, it was like early to mid twenties. And uh, just getting to know the guy and having a good conversation with him. And he had, like, all these guns. And I was like, oh, well. Oh, so you saw his guns on display? Yeah, yeah. Like, like what did he have? Well, like, yeah. Like, he's ruled everything. I mean, he's got How many rifles. Guns? Ten plus? Oh, dude, yeah. Probably just the guns that, uh, like. And he was our age? Yeah, he was, like, a little bit, probably a little God bit older damn, than us. Yeah. His guns are expensive, bro. I know, dude. Even like, 500, let's say, base. That's a good rate, right? Well, I mean, if you think about it, like, people fucking... Every paycheck, you know, we'll buy a gun or like buy I'm ammo like or like, you know, you just wait for your 10 days or one a month. That's 12 guns a year. You know, you let yeah, a couple years go by. You're right. It's 24 guns in a couple years. You're yeah, right. dude, you could buy. We know somebody. We don't have to say her name. Her husband owns a lot of guns. If you catch my drift. I don't, man. Sorry. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah her, her story was like, yeah, this dude, this, I'd come home and this motherfucker had another gun in the safe. Yeah, That's how it got. Yeah. I mean, they're fun to, like, own, but I'm not really, like, apocalyptic like that. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, I don't know why. You know, some people just do it as, like, a recreational hobby. You know, like, gun collector and stuff like that, which is really cool. I mean, there's a lot of guns, like, on my bucket list, if you so to say, or so to speak, that, like, I want to buy. Like, you have dream guns? Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. I got, I got some dream guns. And um, hopefully those will come through one day. But what's Rosie's take on guns? You know what? She's she's cool. Like she's not really. I don't know, man. Like, like she ever really? Like, hey, I don't want them around here. Or put them here. No, put them really, there. She, don't bring like, them out. We, we put them like where the kids can't reach them. They're always unloaded. They're locked. Like every safety precaution that I could put in place. That's good, bro. It's there, and um, yeah, she's been really cool with them. She knows that like they're a good tool for. She knows uh, how to some, use them too, shit. No, she doesn't. And I need to teach her or be, like, more adamant about her teaching. You have handguns? Or is it just... I do have handguns. Like, how many? I have a handgun. Nine? That's actually, like, mine. Nine? I have a three eighty that I bought for, like, 100 bucks. What Turner's. is a three eighty equivalent to? A little bit smaller than a nine, but bigger than a twenty two. It's okay. a little baby, man. So it's, like, the little I bought it woman's like hand, a, handgun, basically? A little bit bigger than like, that. You're thinking of a revolver. It's not a revolver. It still shoots how many rounds? Ten? Ten. Ah, oh, you're good then. It's a little baby gun, man. You should let her yeah. pack that shit. Because no. I think she doesn't need to have a license to use it in the house. As long as you are, right? And I you're the owner. Nothing, bro. You just register. You just, it's just a little registration card that they give you. Yeah, it only lasts five years. But I think as long as Might you buy it. Might have been outdated with, for a while now. As long as you bought it with papers, it doesn't. I don't think you need to get rid no, of it. No, no, I'm good. Yeah. No, you never have no, to No, but she could use it and shoot it. and Like, let's say something happens. She's cool shooting oh, it because of it's her Anybody house. Anybody use. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's, how rule, that's how the rule translates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can keep this shit going about guns. But anyway, I mean, back to the... I don't know. A lot of these security guards are fucking off-duty cops that do a part-time, oh, yeah, too. for sure, for sure. So back to they that. They said the MLB is probably going to be hiring a lot of, like... Well, I saw an article headline that, like, when the MLB is opening back up, they're planning Bruh. on, like, hiring off-duty You got to explain that shit to me. So basically, they're doing a full season in 60 games. 
Yeah. Which but is they're what, only like playing half, in Orlando? Which is what, like half of uh, MLB regular season? Less than half. There's 162 games in a year. 162 games? Yeah. Okay, yeah so yeah. these motherfuckers are playing, what, 45%, 40% of the like season? Yeah. Because they have Something to like finish that, it. Man. See, baseball got fucked so much because baseball started right when COVID hit. Yeah. Baseball starts, what, early April? Some, I don't know. I haven't watched baseball in a while. So, yeah, what are we in? My Phillies have not been doing well. They're already about three months into the season that they've already missed. So, they, they're losing out on... They can't compete with football. So, well, that's all they could do. And it's weird. This is going to be like it's almost like spring training, right? That's what I heard. Because you and, only have And teams games. are only playing inter-league inter, inter games. And you only have 60 games. Yeah, bro. Like... And your stats probably aren't really going to count. Like, there's always going to be that asterisk. Like, hey, it's a 60 games, game season. Bro. Like, you know, how many like, wins could a pitcher win? Uh, Five games in their fucking Cy Young category? And that's the thing, too. It's like, what, and what's that going to do to people's careers, statistically speaking, you know? I know that my man Vince Carter, basketball-wise. He had to retire early, Carter, right? Man, yeah, he retired. After 85 years in the league, baby. Because they're saying basketball is going to do one season. One one month season. Yeah, they're gonna and they're gonna do like a playoff team. tournament bracket, right? I don't know, but all I know is that anybody who's looking at stocks right now, look at DraftKings. Oh, because a gonna... lot of people are gonna be sitting at home. They're gonna pull up a little mobile app called you know DraftKings, and they're gonna they're you gonna look you at bet. Have man. money to bet on games right now, bro. Come on, people. Are 40, their 40 stim- plus million unemployed, bro. Bro, people are betting their stimulus checks on it like okay. this, man. You know what I mean? Ninety dollars. I wish I still bro. had some of that stimulus money, baby. That shit. Oh that shit was two God, months ago. Bro, I get it. I mean, sports. Dollars are out right now, bro. Sports. Sports is always something. I mean, I'm a big boxing buff, so I get it. Yeah. I just I've always separate. I can't bet on. I can't bet on sports. Well, the, I mean, the thing is, like, so in this time, you know, people probably do have a little savings. People. People want to spend their money in like recreationally. Everybody's gonna want to go to a game. <coughs> you can't go to a game. You know, curiosity starts to venture off a little bit, or I maybe not a lot, bro. There's a lot of gambling in this country, bro. So like now that DraftKings is on and popping, they make it mobile friendly. All that. I never been on the website or anything, but I follow the stock. And there's like three of them aside from DraftKings. DraftKings. Oh the yeah, biggest. no, there's a lot. Because like, DraftKings isn't it owned by uh, what's that one douchebag company? I don't um, know. There's a lot of douchebag companies. The one out of Boston. Barstool, isn't it owned by Barstool? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. The Barstool guy's awesome right now. I can't remember his name, but he's picked up day trading. Oh, he, he has opened really? up a, he he opened up an investment account for $3 million, And I was watching him on CNBC, and at one point he had lost like a 1.5. Fuck. Yeah, and he's just fucking like laughing but about it. But that's his checking account money. Oh, he's just laughing about it. Oh, like it was nothing. Man. You know what I mean? I think but, he like he's it. made some of it back. He's a... Uh... Yeah, I think he's a bo- he's a Boston local, so I think he has some schooling under his belt. But he's a, I don't like him for his, his douche. He, he's a, he's a little bit of that. I don't like a bo- I don't like Boston people to be honest with you. Man, that's cool, bro. He kind of has that Boston vibe where he's he, he's just like a goodwill hunting in real life in his mind. You know, that's he's cool, like bro. he's smarter than everybody in the room. Talk to the, you ever heard his interviews? Oh, I watched him. He's a fucking, talk about day trading. He's a douchebag. He's cool, man. I like his day trading shit. His shit is hilarious. He has like his Instagram is popping. You have to. I give him. I give him all his kudos. The, yeah. what, what he's done, like all he really started with, is a fucking. In Boston, he would hand out free fucking newspapers. Yeah, Barstool, and, and then he just had his pitch on Boston area sports. Yeah, and what was interesting too is like he was actually giving. A little bit of a heartfelt like moment on CNBC when he was like talking about all the people who are being affected by like COVID. I like that right speech now. too. I'll and give was, him that. He was talking about. I didn't even want to play that shit. Yeah, but it, it, and he was talking about how like the, um, you know, a lot of people like 
that when he was starting his business, there's no way he would have made it through what's going on now. So yeah. he feels for those people that, unfortunately, you know, it's like a make or break moment for them. And then they have to deal with this whole weird curveball dynamic that we're dealing with as a society right now. We're like, do you quarantine? Do you wear face mask? Like, what do you do? I'm going to tend to listen to the doctors because that's like what they do for a living. And if I was a doctor, I want somebody to listen to me, too. So, I mean, if Dr. Fauci says wear a mask, I got three hanging over there for me, man. I got three uh, per person in my household at least. That's a good, um, that's a good segue into like the, I I think COVID is still, um, I mean, not, not, not on the, is it real or not? Because I I think, you know, most people know it's real, but you're touching, like I, I ate at a restaurant today, a restaurant that was in the parking lot where I used to work and I love the place because the food was delicious and, um. I just went in there today. I had to, I was I was I was in the area and um I just walked in. Fucking poor guy, like he's struggling. He said uh luckily the restaurant was good before COVID hit, but it, he just had a bad year and a half, fires, all kinds of he was dealing with the with the property owner. But he said he had to go into savings. He said he was over 100,000 just to keep the restaurant afloat. That's insane. Dude. And I was just it was me eating in there and one other party, bro. Like I don't know how they're going to make it, bro. Well, and that's the thing. And that's just a restaurant. Well, you think about the entertainment industry as a whole, like restaurants and whatever, and like stadium seating and things like that. Like if social distancing measures have to be intact, which probably for the time being they need to be, whatever, I'm not going to give my opinion on that right now. But when you start to look at these, there's a whole art to how many people you could comfortably sit into like restaurants and things like that and c- now, control like, all the aspects yeah, yeah and like hack that in half and like your revenue stream it's gone it's like gone yeah, yeah like you're barely probably making overhead before now you're really struggling like overhead is you're in the negative for yeah. sure and it's like it's really sad to see that dude because there's gonna be so much space until we figure all this stuff out there's gonna be like this space but how many you know like damn what what's the damage gonna be man like, the stock market has finally kind of humbled itself a little bit. Not really. Maybe we'll have a booming week or two. You know, it's unpre- you can't predict the stock market. But it's been thriving for, like, what, six weeks straight, no? It was thriving. Yeah, it was booming insane. Like, we're back to levels to prior to, Post, like, the, pre, co- pre-COVID. the COVID, like, crash. We had, like, a little, like, COVID crash. But, like, technology stocks are insane right now. Yeah. Like, Zoom, Zoom Media was at, like, 80 bucks a pop. I think it's... Over two? It's at like two sixty yeah. or two fifty. It's and insane. At, and you look at the big ones, the Amazons and, oh, the, and the other I mean, companies, yeah, the Walmart. Yeah, I look at those a little bit, but no, I'm just saying in general. But like I, Apple is crazy right now. Like Apple's popping. Apple, like the three sixty. All the home office fucking HP's probably thriving right now too. I can't buy a fucking printer. I can't buy a monitor. Yeah, I've been looking like, for a monitor for the past couple of days, and literally, I was looking at this one monitor. It was awesome. It was only like one hundred fifty bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Because the other monitors, you know, it's like the... I have an extra TV screen if you want it. No, no, I can't game on that. You know what I'm saying? HD cable. HDMI. There's whole things behind it, bro. You got to have a good refresh rate. You got to have a good response time. You're doing too much with the computer shit, bro. bro, You're going to put that shit on top of a fan? It's recreation for me right now. Nah, I love it. I get you. But But I'm just saying, baby, take the free screen. No, but when you you start to look at that, like, that area of, like, technology is crazy right now because yeah. like the supply 
the demand is there. Everybody's at home, but the supply is not necessarily there because supply chains are being They're disrupted. Yeah. Everything is like insane right now. That's the tr- have you. My biggest thing, aside from everything else, but have you got anything from overseas, package wise? No. That shit's a fucking ma- dude. I ordered a hat. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the hat was coming from Europe. You know how long it took me to get this hat? Three and a half months, bro. Oh it's shit God. from Denmark. My shit sat in Chicago, ISO, Damn. for fucking two months straight, bro. I thought they Damn. lost my package. I got my money back. And the fucking hat arrived a week later. I felt it's like crazy. a dick, but... It's crazy. Like, our fucking, our whole, like, I don't even know people are talking about that, bro. They say the ports of fucking Long Beach are fucking vacant. Yeah, dude. Well, they, have shit on, they have shit just styling up, piling up. What? I don't know if it's still like that, but I know a month ago, two months ago... People weren't showing up to work to unload these fucking freight. I think it's starting to free up a little bit more now. But what was really crazy to me is like I was watching this report on CNBC when the uh, oil started to crash. Yeah. Right. Oil was crashing like crazy. Giving away barrels, baby. Oil went negative. Yeah. And first time in history. And like I don't. So that would mean that it costs more. Like you can't offload all your oil, and it's costing you money. Because you're having to keep all that oil, right? Yeah. That's why it goes negative. Yeah. You can't offload your oil. So they showed a port of Long Beach, um, like camera view, and it was crazy. The The whole area was full of, like, tankers. And, like, they were saying the Coast Guard's even having trouble, like, Whoa. monitoring everything that's going uh. on because the oil is not being able to be unloaded. Like, so the oil tankers has nowhere to go. Just an ocean? The oil was just like, yeah, oil tankers just chilling in like the ocean. We're the Somali pirates and we need them, baby. Uh, man, that's why I said they're on the wrong coast. Yeah, I mean, go to the African sideline. What, what, what was that one line in that movie? I am the captain now. Yeah, dude, we'll be dripping, <laughs> man. Tom Hanks. Yeah, this COVID shit is, um, yeah, it's man. It's insane, man. We haven't even seen the repercussions yet. No, we haven't. Everybody's chilling right now because the government is, has like an endless bank account and they're, they're keeping companies afloat with these little loans. That'll turn into grants for in some particular situations, and they're just little. Keeping, well, they're keeping it. You know, there there's just you. a buttload of money going into like yeah. every the economy right now, like especially the markets, because like our government, our administration happens to pay a lot of attention to like the markets, so they're doing everything in their power to like keep the markets afloat. But just common sense speaking. We haven't had enough change in the right direction to say that the economy is going to rebound. What's being, what's holding it up right now is the amount of money. The, the government's blowing government, into it. Yeah. So Jerome Powell, the uh, let's see, the uh, the Chair. Fed chairman, right? Fed chairman. Fed chairman. They have these hilarious memes of the guy like printing money. I mean, they are funny, but. Uh, I mean, this guy has an endless checkbook, and he's, he needs to let it be known. You know, you got Steve Mnuchin, too. These guys are not going to allow the, like, economy and the market to crash. So it's it's pretty crazy to see the amount of money that we don't even really know is, like, hitting the market. Like, they said the government is buying, like, corporate bonds. Even Apple raised money because the deals are so good. You're getting federal money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. There's no bro. default on a federal buyout, right? It's crazy, bro. Because you're talking Apple, bro. Apple yeah. has like 200 billion on, on cash in cash, uh-huh. like with nothing to do with it. And they even raised capital via bonds, just because the deal was too good to pass up. 
On the, the pennies on the dollar? Oh man, they're making. They're just. They're just stacked it up. You know, like add, let's add a couple more billion to the fucking two hundred we got stashed away already. Because we don't know what to do with it. Right? I just. I just read. Uh, I read something the other day. A little blurb. They're saying. Was it 40, 41 plus unemployed? That's what they said. I think the number's becoming a little bit lower now because people, people are starting are to kind of go back right? to work a little bit here and there. But they're saying, I heard that, it, you know, I'll fuck up the numbers, but I, this report was saying that certain economists, I forgot out of what school, it was a local school in the States, I mean, saying that like more than like 70% of these jobs ain't coming back. Cause they got itemized so much. You know yeah, I mean? I mean that's 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 what like I was talking about last time was with the like artificial intelligence, like the opportunity for tech to come in and play the role of people were like they might have pushed the idea of tech replacing people at that point. Yeah. Now they have like no choice but to look at how could tech replace they yeah. a lot of these people. Because the man, the people weren't there. They're were getting sick. They're afraid to get sick. They didn't show up to work, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, bro. And then you like, look at it now. Look at all the temp agencies hiring. Yeah. Like they're just filling. It. And then you, you know, you could have like a robot, or you could have it just automated, and a lot of processes. And then you have to think of like a restaurant who could eliminate a lot of employees because only half of the tables are being served now. That, or you could fucking have a machine cook your meals like they do in fucking parts of Asia. And then you just fucking cook up the thing, and then have a motherfucker walk up and. It'll be hanging right there for you. So back on the COVID take. So they're saying, um, I think California, unfortunately, is one of the states where it's still, numbers are still rising. Um, yeah, it's sad, man. Um, I don't think the death the death toll is alarming, per se. I know people are dying, but it, just the infection rate. Um, yeah. And it's summertime. That's the scary part. Well, people are just, you know, it's I was always people live miserably, too, man. It's tough, man, because it was, what, three and a half months strict lockdown? I mean, we've yeah. been, we've been, I want to say San Bernardino County has been pretty decent, but who knows? Yeah. Because I've been working from home and I don't really don't take my family out too much. I'm a homebody. So maybe so I've been, even... maybe I've been in a dome and maybe you've been in a dome, but you start looking at the, I mean, California is a massive state, mind you, but there's a lot of, just like anything in this country, man, you just kind of think like, fuck, if mayors and governors can't get it together, I don't know what the fuck is going on in California, man. Because yeah. we, we have the money. Yeah. We're the seventh, what, largest economy outside of the states? Well, we could, I think recently I saw a little headline blurb. And uh, it said something like California was declaring like a budget emergency or something. Exactly. Because like we're going to start approaching those those waters here pretty soon. They're saying schools might, like, funding the classroom shit now is an issue. It's going to be Because now the classroom's probably going to be 15 kids minus the 30 or whatever. Yeah, you got to have that many now you more, need more teachers. teachers. And we don't, we know damn well our society don't ever want to pay a teacher. Dude, these teachers should be making 100 plus. At easy. least. But, uh... Even 50 plus, bro. I mean, some of it's a joke. I don't know, man. And, uh, I mean, we're only, what, not even six months into this shit. We're barely getting started, bro. Scary, I don't want to. I don't want to sound too, you know, too apocalyptic here. But I think you know we haven't seen the uh, complete effects yet of just how deep of a recession we're going to drop into. Now, with that being said, we've learned a lot in our recent history. You know, like two thousand eight, we learned a lot. So you're saying great, great recession type shit, or you're talking uh, about nineteen twenty nine type no, shit? No, I'm talking numbers wise. We're we're probably will exceed those those time periods. 
but we're in an interesting dynamic and like the whole world is involved in this i got you together you know and we set the fiscal standard really for the world okay you know what i mean like if we need to print more money we need to print more money yeah. There's going to be like these weird theoretical principles of like inflation. Or, they're not weird, but you're going to have all those ideas going on. But we kind of set that standard, you know, like if we're all printing money together, it's the same. Everybody's in it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, the, you know, that's just the average goes up. You're right. That's or whatever, like the measuring, the measuring tool, you know, the measuring stick. All goes up at the same time. Yeah, this you know is what more, I mean. This is more of a global. Okay, I get you. I so, like that. I like that feel. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting if we could all come together and, you know, fight through this. But what's your take though? Like, I, mean, I get like, I mean, we're from California, mind you. What the fuck is going on nationwide? Do you think it's just, is it politicized the way the governors handle it? Like, if it's a red governor versus oh, yeah, a blue yeah. governor? Yeah, no doubt. Is it a is it a CDC thing? Not fucking just following fucking you know the president's orders on 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 advice? No, I think I think that, is it the economy doesn't need to slow down, so people are just. I think like anything right now, it's being politicized more than anything, and I think you just need to kind of through like self education and judgment, kind of filter through the BS, you know. Like, just filter through, like, if I see a doctor or if I see doctors on TV or walking about and they're stressing the need for masks, if you go to a hospital, you drive through a hospital or, you know, you're not going to go to a hospital. But if you happen to, like, drive by one and all the people in scrubs are wearing masks, it's telling you something. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, if you see Dr. Fauci, he's really... But you also have to remember that and he's, he's, put, he's a what do they call what's his what's his title? He's a doctor in contagious what? Yeah, probably some I like can't. pandemics basically. Like, this motherfucker is an expert, an expert. Yeah, in that field. Yeah, 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 no and doubt. What I've always liked about you is that you certain professions like that's how I've always taken doctors, bro. Like, I get the anti-vaxxer shit. Like, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. But I mean, I'd hate to think that a doctor went to school for ten years of their life. To try to harm my kid on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a Hippocratic oath, oath that, that fucking doctors, and who else takes it? Everybody. Isn't it paramedics and teachers? Everybody. Is it? I don't know. No, but it's part of that profession. Like, if you could if you could help somebody saving their life, you're going to do it. Yeah. Because that's why you go in that field. Yeah. yeah, you make a ton of money because it's a lot of fucking work. And it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of schooling. Yeah. It's a lot of everything leading up to that point. So they make money for the right reasons. So I've always trusted doctors, bro. And I'm not saying I'm openly... Because I don't pop pills, bro. Yeah, I don't yeah, take I don't meds. Uh-huh. I don't even pop Tylenol. I don't so pop pills neither. That's far too. I, I get it. I, get, I mean, it's our kids. But I don't know what it is. Like, this... The skepticism on on what doctors are saying, like yeah, maybe somebody has an agenda. I get you, but I don't know, man. Look it up. Like this face covering shit, it happens in Asia, and they don't have the outbreaks we have. And they've been doing it. They've been doing it for they've fucking fifty it, plus years. People wanted to make fun and jokes at that. You know, jokes about. Tourists. That's where the face mask. That's where the face covering things come from. The yeah, mandates come from Asia, the Koreas. The well, South, we had face the masks. South Koreas of the world. Yeah, well, we, we had, had the Spanish flu in nineteen twenty. Yeah, shit. we had the face mask. But I get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of wearing masks either. But I'm also not a fan of going out and about and getting fucking myself sick or somebody else. Like, yeah. but everybody's on the fucking. Everybody's just worrying about their own ship right now, bro. And, and, and you know, it's a lot of polit. Yeah. Everything is politicized right now, right? If you can't see past it, bro, like, I almost, um, like, I get it. I fall into the Trump shit, too. I can't well, stand the motherfucker. But I know I'm not, I'm not stupid enough to blame him for everything. You know what I mean? Everything is politicized right now, man. Everything is dragged into that, that really... But who do you blame for that? Do you blame social media? Because I don't think oh, people are really watching the news. It's, a, it's an election year. 
And yeah, you know, anytime you like. When we did talking, you notice the change? Like we were talking about 2016? last time. When we were talking about last time, we were talking about the us versus them. That's always existed. It's always existed. Anytime you needed to be like, hey, you know, my group says this, my group says that, and you got like. When did you zip. notice the most? Like, like, like Bush, Bush post, post 9 11? Well, I, you know, my stepdad, rest in peace. I remember that was fucking a truck. Super, super right winger, man. This guy was the coo- nicest man in the world. Wasn't racist. Not at all. Not a, not at all, obviously. And, uh, he had an Arab cat in the house. Yeah, the I was there. You know, I was I was there, man. But he was, uh, you know, really nice. And, but whatever that was. But he was he was super like he would get fired up over politics. And I've never really gotten fired up. And he was politics. a registered. He was a registered Republican his yeah, whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, right winger. And uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Like I've always kind of seen that, and uh, I never really got into it. You know, because it's. It doesn't make any sense to me how anybody could get so gung ho about like one side or the other one. Especially one Both party. sides are, you know, I don't know, man. I don't like Because you used to give me shit when I used to be, I, I, unfortunately, as soon as I turned 18, I did register as a Democrat. Yeah, see, I don't know. I was man. a registered Democrat when I was 18. I, I think thought, that's one of the most un American things you could do. Yeah, now I'm a registered independent. I, I do take I it think, back. I think that's one of the most un American things you could do is register with the political party, man. And, you know, that brings me back to like. You know, you got to learn from history, man. Like, if you... What I do sometimes, and for anybody that listens, if you're ever really bored and you want to go on a little bit of a YouTube binge... Ah, baby. Go on to YouTube and just <laughs> Google, like, Founding Father speeches or something. You love them. Right? So they're recorded. Obviously, we, we didn't have recording devices so somebody's back reading, then. somebody's reading Yeah, somebody's passage? just reading the script, right? It's like an audio book. They but, better be wearing wigs and shit. I don't know. But the... Uh, George Washington's farewell address, man, he really does nail it. Just how divisive and how like poisonous to our republic political parties are. And the sad part is they read this farewell address like every year in Congress. And like none of them heed the advice in the farewell address. And if anybody's curious about like the lessons that were learned, just go and listen to it, man. It's not that long. It's like 30 or 45 minutes. That will like blow your mind just how spot on and how futuristic thinking a lot of these founding fathers were. That was at the end of his, it was a two second, yeah, it was when he was going to retire. Okay, uh-huh. and he went on just to civilian life, yeah, and he uh, passed away not too long after that. But it, it's it's just mind blowing, man, how you know he talks about like foreign influence, you know, all this stuff that we're kind of had been experiencing, like you know, a lot of it is propped up by the social media or not just social media, but like media, you know. Because they want to sell the corporate story. media is rough. Yeah, I can't. Wanna... I don't. I can't fuck with C- I can't fuck with anything on TV like that, bro. CNN, MSNBC. No, there's always an agenda, man. Fox News. I never got it, bro. Like I, I CNN. I guess kind of gets some take because they. I don't even know why, but I mean their own. Their own. Like, Anderson Cooper, baby. You know what I'm saying? And this is the other cat, Don Lemon. Everybody likes. I don't care about anybody else. But you don't fuck with Don Lemon, bro. Not fuck with Will Blitzer though. He's still on there? He sure the is, Situation man. Room? He's still talking yeah, shit? I don't watch any of that shit, man. I'll read CNN sometimes, though. But, yeah, it's emotional. I think it's emotionally driven. But I I don't know, man. The COVID thing is just... I, I try to just... It's just too... Every, I, I live a day a day at a time with it, bro, because... I don't know, bro. I mean... You need to just kind of do your own research at the end of the day. I mean, exactly. some of this stuff is really common sense. It Aside is. from, like, wearing the face mask and social distancing... 
you should have probably we should have already been well you know the social distancing i don't i don't really i i think like human interaction contact whatever you know it's 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 essential but we also don't need to be like six inches away from each other at all times you know maybe a couple feet you can still communicate this and that the touch aspect you know blah 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 away from the social distancing side of it though the only really other awkward thing that's being requested of us is like a face mask and well, now it's a mandate right in california it's a mandate again. i don't know but i heard i don't know i think, I think north carolina's running into some issues because some of the sheriffs in the counties were saying they weren't going to enforce it so that's kind of like a breakdown in i think that's what we're seeing too a lot in our yeah, society yeah, yeah. right now you're seeing a real breakdown in like organization man and like the hierarchy of uh things which it is not necessarily like a completely bad thing because like if they do think that it runs contrary to like our constitution and then you know, you got to leave some like you got to leave some room for that because we want to encourage people to not always like blindly obey the authority, you know. So I, I guess, you know, it, only time will tell, but it's nice to see some kind of rebellious actions from people like in charge, you know. It's, I got you. It's nice to see because you don't always want people to be like, oh. Because you're bullshit fine sometimes. Like I know certain states, they'll fucking fine you a couple hundred bucks first time. Crazy, man, this isn't North Korea. Okay, I got you. You know on that what front. I mean? Like we're not. We're and not, I have heard some takes on on the cop side that they don't really even have the authority to enforce these because well, they're not gonna, laws. What are you gonna do, bro? Yeah. And then what? What's a person who's gonna challenge that law? Yeah. Like these things haven't even been challenged yet. Nah. Like we're fresh. slowly starting to see challenges. And you can't like, even challenge them. What's it gonna take you? A year to get it in court? Well, you're starting to see a little bit. of... I think Wisconsin. Uh, I think their court said that like certain For parts mandates? of executive orders were uh, uh unconstitutional. Wisconsin's a little different because that poor fucking not poor, but that poor governor lost all his governor fucking rights when he because the fucking old governor switched switched everything on him. I don't know, dude. I don't know enough of that. So it's the first time in a long time that the Wisconsin's had a Democratic governor. But right before Homeboy left, the old governor, he was a Republican he flipped the court to be all conservative, and then he 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 took a lot. He stripped a lot of uh, rights away, and I think he even created a position to have like a deputy governor that was a Republican at all times. So this governor, uh, I don't think you can do that. Dude. This governor, look it up though. Look, this governor in, in face in Wisconsin has no rights, no power. Like yeah. he couldn't. Even, I don't know. Like just it, Wisconsin's just it, it's kind of like the I'll have to, out. to look at. Yeah, it. Wisconsin's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to know. But like, you know, a lot of the stuff is fucking common sense. Motherfuckers act on want to act like washing your hands or some shit was like That's just a lot of dirty motherfuckers. Dude, I can't stop crazy, washing bro. my hands, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's like when people are like, Oh, I'm gonna wash my hands like like motherfucker, you should have been washing your hands already, bro. But let's uh let's let, let, let let's play the, the devil's advocate was it devil's advocate type role. Mm-hmm. All right. Me I, I think we live a little bit of a different life. let's say we had a hard time adapting. Let's say we're single cats. We lived on our own. Yeah, you want to party. We like yeah. partying. We like day I and mean, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. We'd probably be up in arms a little bit more, no? Yeah, I mean, let's say our a... favorite bars closed down for four months. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can't casually date sad. people online anymore because who the fuck's doing face to face interaction anymore? Well, I you know I don't know enough about the scene to speak on that, bro. No, I, I'm I, just I, saying know, in general. Yeah, but I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, hey, dude, bottom line, somebody's single trying to date in this climate. What the fuck do you do? The movie theaters are closed. 
Restaurants are closed. Yeah, I meet people at work. You can't pull up. I mean, maybe. Which is how I rep girls. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably pull. I don't even know if Tinder's popping right now. I think Tinder's They probably, probably have popping, a COVID right? fucking GPS tracker. I think, I think Tinder would be a go-to move. You right know now? what I mean? That would be an adapt and overcome right there. But if right? you're doing a casual. You can go to the bar so you can hit somebody up on Tinder. Hey, come drink my place. So what do you do? You show up with a mask and a rubber already on? I mean, bro, you might, show up, a, bro, you might show up in a full rubber suit, This is baby. the only time in my life I've ever thought, you know, maybe the gay people have it right. Because they pull up Grinder and these motherfuckers are still fucking, baby. Well, Tinder's been a bit. Nah, I'm talking about Grinder, baby. I'm saying the gay dudes that. have it down. They're just fucking, they're fucking raw all the time, baby. Oh, man. Full disclaimer, know. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're protected. I'm hoping they're protected, but. I don't know. I, I follow a lot of gay comedians, and these gay comedians are wild, wild nah, on that grinder shit. Can't touch on that, bro. I don't know about grinders. I don't know about none of that. But back to it's just COVID. I don't know about dating. COVID fucked up the whole game, baby. Yeah, they did. They Movie theaters the same men never even come back. Oh man, I mean, you're talking about we just broke through movie theaters here. They were already on a deep slump because they, they sucked. Everybody was getting everything online. We finally got used to thirty dollar popcorn and again. And then they start rejuvenating. Man, they start reconstructing everything, bro. They bring you food and yeah, drinks now. You're right, recliners. There's bars. They in got there? a full recliner in that shit. Oh my god, bro! I fell asleep watching Batman vs Superman not too long ago. I mean, this place is beautiful. To go, you kill yourself a nice big burger, a big is. beer. The shit ain't or no joke. Whatever drink, it's and nice, you bro. Fucking kick back the seat as much as it'll go. And bro, you're, I was snoring, bro. Rosie, you already have an issue watching movies to begin I with, bro. How are you going to sit in a recliner and shit? I hate the movie theaters, bro. But you don't I, like watching movies on TV. I don't, bro. I mean, unless, unless there's something that's on my, you know, on my list, bro. I got you. What was but, the last movie on theater? Oh, man, I couldn't tell you, dude. I'd, I'd probably have to ask Rosie about that because... I, I probably fell asleep, bro. I can't remember. You wild. Do you yeah. take a lot? Do you take the kids a lot of kid movies or what? No, I don't. Go I had a I have a little go. phase where I fall asleep in the fucking theater with the kid movie. I man. don't go, bro. Like I said, I'm a big homebody, and then like if I do go out, I find myself sometimes like as hard as I do, as hard as I fight it, like I don't want to ruin their time by getting grumpy. Yeah. So like I would, you, you know, sometimes I mix. just like exclude myself. Yeah, that's smart, bro. I do that shit sometimes too. People don't take it very well in my no, house. No, they don't. Either. People don't take it well with me neither. But man. I'd rather I'd rather not ruin their day. You're right. If I'm cranky, hungry, and they're forcing me to go somewhere, I'm like, ah, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be the best person to be around. Yeah, and I'm already a homebody. You know, good thing is Rosie's like a real MVP when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, she's a she's trooper. All, yeah, she's and, a trooper. But so. Not just because I'm but, in her house. But, man, I, I give her props for that shit because hollering around three kids is crazy, man. Like, now that I'm staying home, from, like, I'm not worried. And they're, like, two years apart. You got Puerto Rican twins all I over, do, baby. Bro, God do, damn, bro. bro. My kids are four years apart and they're close enough, My bro. My shit is crazy right now, bro. You got two boys, one girl. Two you boys, one girl. Boy. And, and they are all... But you don't have gray hair, so you're cool. No, I got gray hair, bro. I'm going bald, bro. I skipped the gray part. I'm going to go straight to bald, bro. Nah, you're not even... You haven't. What are you going to do? Like... Why don't you do buzz cut again? Probably. You could, you could pull that shit off. I'll probably. Uh, or you wouldn't go. You it. wouldn't go full skin anymore. No, I won't do nothing like that. No you more. do like I a get taper? my little comb over. You know. Or you keep my the little comb? comb over, bro. But my barber. Say his name, baby. <laughs> Georgie Scissorhands, bro. Oh, is that his name? George, yeah, I just I made like, it right now. I bro. like Georgie that shit. Scissorhands. Yeah. Hey, if you put that shit on a t-shirt, you got to give this for kudos. Yeah, Charlie. Georgie Scissorhands. Right I like now, that bro. shit. If he, if he cuts my hair, got to be crispy, bro. So oh, he'll probably do Lord. me. Well, we, we were talking last time that we'll probably try to taper on me. So get my little Puerto Rican lineup. Even though I'm bald enough hey, front. Hey, mommy. Bro. I'm bald enough front. Oh, bro, you know? It's all good. 
I uh, I, I don't know. I love barbershop feels, bro. I, 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 unfortunately, I, I don't have that many. Uh, my barber had to raise his prices because of, co- <laughs> of COVID, but I don't know how much longer I could afford That's it. That's what they say, bro, because everybody when you get a haircut, motherfuckers lying, dog. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are doing that. They're just going to Walmart and buying the clippers and just shaving their head, bro. Hey, you got YouTube tutorials, bro. I can't. I don't have a hand-eye coordination. Oh, me come neither, on, bro. bro. I, would, oh my I respect God, the man. craft too much to come on shit. That's probably how Mullet got invented. Yeah, bro. I can't, I can't do I'll it. I'll be the Mullet 2. A lot of these barbers started cutting their own hair originally, though. I don't know yeah, how they yeah, do it. Like, that shit in the back of the mirror. Nah, yeah, bro. That's impressive, dude. I can't. I you know like who's that. always been good at cutting his own hair? It's fucking Steve, bro. Yeah, Steve's good. He's a, he used to cut my hair back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he never did anything. He's a, he's a fucking talented cat, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, so COVID, I don't know, bro. It's just scary as fuck. I have two kids. I don't know what to tell them, bro. They miss school. I don't know. I mean, they say August. All right, sorry. We had to f- kind of take a forceful break because um, the way this app runs, it gives you an hour at a time because who really has the attention span to listen past an hour? It makes sense. But uh, we uh, regrouped a little bit, and we'll try not to talk your head off too much longer. But, um, yeah, we kind of we were talking about barbershops and and. and, and covid and, and guns and just a little bit of the day-to-day and, and what kind of things we go through and what we talk about um when people aren't listening basically so uh what else what else anything new anything grab your attention in the news yeah uh, right now like you know we're talking about the politicizing of everything and like um you know that the, the whole dynamic of like Everything, everything is just becoming politicized now. Now we're having like the defund the police movement. Ooh. So that's that. Yeah, man, that's spicy. That's a spicy situation right there. And that's that's kind of what's been gathering my attention recently. I haven't really educated myself enough beyond like just the concept of those exact words of like defund the police. Which there's there's stages to it, right? There's some people who advocate like allocating certain money that goes to the police and allocating it into like community service um projects and you know whatever things like that and then there's other en- there's other edge the- or there's the extreme end of the spectrum where like you completely like disband like you don't have police right so you're saying there's two extremes of it no there's more than that i mean there's other like and there's 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 ideas and con- or there's concepts in between those, right? Where there's like, that's the extreme. Where oh, you defunded the police completely. And I don't know. Or deter funds. Or deter funds. Reallocate funds into other projects. I haven't really looked into it that much. But I think there is areas of our country where like that the whole disbanding of police has kind of happened. I'm not sure though. I would have to educate myself a little bit more. But... I mean, and I'm not talking like a rural place. Like, I want to look up like a city. You know, I want to... I don't know. I don't support it at all. I think that we should get more funding to the police. More funding? Yes. Like, more taxpayer money to the police? Yes. I think if you... Have you looked up the... Usually the city budget, like, I think a majority of it does go to uh -uh. police, right? No. I never do, but you always hear about how, like... Well, I mean, you have to take it with a grain of salt, right? But the argument is always, like, we don't have enough money to, like, do a lot of routine trainings and things like that. Like, so I think that needs so to... So you're saying take more money and give it to maybe require extensive training, more supervision, maybe a panel? Well, you need to, like... Is that what you're train, saying? I think you need to train police officers more. If there's an issue there, 
like in anything else, education will probably help it out. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of the voids in our society or a lot of like pitfalls in our society are because of lack of like education and understanding and open mindedness. Okay. So, I mean, I think that in this situation, you need to. Like you need to overfund the police. I don't know. I don't know what you would say, but I think you would need to either allocate their budget that they already have and move it and shift it around, right? Because like even New York City's already made some moves towards disbanding, like, um, and no, they probably looked at their budget. There's no plane. I, I think they just they start. There's no plane. They're not gonna have plane cops. Uh, plain clothes cops anymore, whatever. Yeah, so they probably looked at their budget and was like, you know, what's an effect, you know, where's the most effectiveness? And, you know, they need to revisit, like, where their money goes. Okay. And that's, I mean, any good organization that's not I, that's funded by saying. the government would do that, right? Because, like, the government's just endless amount of money. So you can do that. You can get away with throwing away a lot of money. Yeah. And that's what, that's what happens in our country, period. We live in excess. Um... Yeah, I mean, the defunding part, I, 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 uh, just what I've heard, um, it is usually the black and white aspect. I think the extreme is no cops at all. The other side is grabbing the funds, and I think L.A. County, um, they voted on their budget, and they, I think they removed, like, I, it's in the millions, but it, it's a fairly amount of the, a decent amount of their budget, and they, uh, the, the city... Because enough people chimed in and, and called their local representative that they they rem- they moved that money out of the LAPD's hands and they moved it, they shuffled it to to schools or something along those lines. So I see that aspect, but I I, I don't know, man. I mean, I I get cops. I mean, let's look at it this way: if there was no cops, which I have, I'm pretty trustworthy of my fellow neighbor of enough that I don't think they're ever gonna break in my house and do anything to hurt me but there are some cases where i mean a rape or an assault or i mean who's gonna take care of it besides a cop yeah i'm not saying you call the cops per se but there are situations where who else do you need but a cop yeah because our society is built in this this system like we have collectively agreed that like a cop has a certain amount of authority and our government has a certain amount of authority and we're gonna abide by it and when those situations happen, we're not going to go to the security. We're not going to go to Securitas or something like that. Like we're going to go to you go the San Bernardino yeah, yeah. Sheriff's Department. Your vehicle gets stolen. Yeah. I mean, you go you go certain places, and it, I, I, so I get that aspect. So I would never, I, or maybe not never, because idealistically and theoretically, like I would love for to live in a society where you don't need police. But you yeah, was it? Uh, I think yeah. I don't know. I would. It's almost a rabbit hole when you look at it that way. Because, I mean, if I've always been... I hate to even classify myself with the ideology nowadays. But the whole... I was, I was to the point early on in whatever the fuck I thought I knew. Um, almost like an anarchist type. Like, I didn't see yeah, the point. Sure. I didn't see the point of a government, bro. Like, ultimately, somebody's telling somebody to live a certain way. But with no faith in people doing it the right way. So there's yeah, somebody yeah. refereeing at all times. Well, I think it's... In my opinion, that's how I always looked at the government. Like, I mean, the whole communist, like, if people look it down with a socialist and with a communist, like, we've never seen, in my opinion, 
a communist country. Like a pure. Because if you look down on Marx, not Marx, uh, fuck it. Marx, Karl Marx? Karl Marx's uh, stance on what a, a proletarian revolution, what a, what a communist country is, communism is the ultimate, the last cycle, and that's no government. People yeah. people take care of themselves because they don't need a referee. Yeah, They're going to yeah. do what's best for their fellow man at all times. Yeah, that's... It's Almost like, putting their needs ahead of yours. Yeah, it's a theoretical It's concept. a romantic play on shit. I get it. And that's why there hasn't been a communist... Yeah, there's communist... I guess. Like, China to me is not communist. No. Karl Marx didn't believe in fucking detaining fucking somebody that believed in a different religion than you and housing them a certain way or taking their individual liberties away. Or, Same thing with Cuba. Yeah. If you dump down the Cuba route, that's not a communist country to me. Yeah, they might lean right and yeah, they want to provide a certain means for their citizens, they say. But they have a fucking person that was in charge for 50 plus years. Yeah. That's not what Karl Marx wanted to do. No. And it, yeah, that's just, it's a theoretical concept. And so, like back in the, you know, like before society got like sophisticated and got in the way that it is, it, it we would have it would have been nice to like go back. I was reading uh, back. This was a while ago. I never finished it because I couldn't pronounce half the names. But I was reading uh, Socrates is or Plato. I don't Where was know. he from? Socrates, Greece. Greece. But uh, I was reading the Republic. I think that's Plato, and it's written like through conversations of Socrates. Weird. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses. But when you read it, he talks about how like society should be. Like a fine-tuned machine, essentially, where, like, whoever serves as its leader shouldn't, like, want to serve as its leader, right? It should be, like, the most educated or, like, the most philosophical because everything was, like, philosophy in those societies. They're the artists of the time, right? Yeah, and so they were always talking about, like, um, or in that book, he talks about how, like, you, like, people have special skills, like the farmer... Or, like, if you wanted to apply it to, like, nowadays society where there would be, like, no money, like, everybody's just building off of each other, you know? Like, the farmer's doing things for the dentist, and the dentist will do things for the farmer, and so on and so forth. Okay. Where, like, all these professions work hand-in-hand where you, like, provide your skill to the other person. And then, like, the society should be run by, like, philosophers that have no uh, real appeal into becoming like the leader it's just their turn and it's almost like damn you know like when you have to go do something it's all it's like a like a um, like a forced um like a forced duty but because you've kind of filtered your way up through society where like you're a philo- you know you're really philosophical or whatever but i don't know man like so that that it's like really a theoretical maybe it could have applied and, it, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that it could apply to, like, small, small pockets of of people. Villages and towns. Yeah, but... but yeah, I don't think a country could ever be... No, and then, like, you know, that's where that quote from, I think, Reagan says it, where he says, if all men were angels, there would be no need for government. So, yeah. I mean... But that's... I, I mean, get back, it. I get it. But back to the point, I think now... I think it's a little different because you're seeing a, a little bit of a rise. What's the type of politician that they call the... Because um, you got him in Brazil with fucking Bolsonaro and you have fucking Duarte in fucking the Philippines and the dude in India. What's his name? Moody? Moody? Yeah. You, what do they call it? What kind of leader is this? 
And you even have fucking Boris Johnson in the UK. You have these politicians that don't necessarily fit these... The philosopher type, the well astute religious, yeah. not religious, but the the best schools, the the you know I mean the 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 humanitarian aid that they do alongside, like it, it's almost like I don't know what it is. This society in general, politicians are almost put on this fucking pedestal, and I mean individuals are so flawed to begin with. And you and should you, never be like gaining fame from being a politician. Like, yeah, it's, it's a civil, happen. it's a it's a civic duty almost. It's supposed right? to be. It's supposed to be. You, I always had a, I've always had great teachers, bro. I'm so fucking fortunate. Uh, I can't really knock a teacher in my life, fortunately. But I remember, I, I can't remember what professor said it, but it was almost like politicians should never go into office trying to be rich. No, or gain fame. Or gain right. fame, right? They're doing it because they, they. So, so I think in today's day and age, bro, it's almost like it's a fucking ball of rubber bands like what can you change in this system you can bro the system's so hard to change now man and originally it was made hard to change to a point but not the way that it's become man it's a beast it's a fucking machine you have you have uh, we've gone down we've gone down a dark hole man even though i still think that we're the greatest country in the world we've gone down a dark hole man we've gone away from our principles for sure and this this has happened for a while now man I think we're looking at what uh, because we're talking what you're t- you're talking about. I don't know if you finished up talking about Cal on the on the you know he's a Republican, pretty Super pretty far right, right. Yeah. Um. But like I was just trying to like, yeah it's it's I, I think we're talking about how today's day and age everything's just so politicized, and I'm and we're only you know in our in our early thirties we're still gonna hold on to that, and I'm just trying to like <laughs> I'm not trying to live. In apocalyptic, po- apocalyptic times per se, because it could get worse. I'm not saying. It's, oh yeah, for sure. But I'm just trying to narrow down, like throughout our life and in the presidents that you know, or impacted our family's lives and shit. Not just presidents, but shit that's happened in the world. You know, you have the Vietnam's, the Korean Wars. You have, I don't know what fucking Pearl Harbor. What in forty five. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck's still alive that's lived through it? But I'm just saying, like what nine I mean, eleven we lived through. Forty one. Anyway, yeah. well, forty five was yeah, fucking VJ Day, right? We'll say the forties. So the forties, and then you have the fucking you know the Great Depression in thirty twenty nine, that nobody in my fucking family is alive to talk about anymore. But who knows, man? The fucking the cut. This country's what? How many years old? Officially, three hundred. Not even. We seventeen seventy six. If you go by that right, we're in two twenty. I mean, I'm bad on math. A little over yeah, 250 bro, years I'm, old? I would have to pull out a calculator, man. I think we're, what, 250 years old as a country? So it's not that old of a country, but it's... I don't know, man. I just think... Uh, I've been trying to treat people the way I treat people driving. Yeah. I think if... And I'm just trying to look at my day-to-day that way, dude. Like, if I notice I'm not being a courteous driver, if I'm fucking tailgating, I'm not using my signal... I'm cutting people off. I kind of notice I'm doing that as I interact with people in real life. So I slow the fuck down. And that's always my gauge, bro. The way I drive is how I'm having, how my day's leading into talking to people. And I think more or less, like, we all, I don't know, we have so much in common with even people that don't look like us, bro. Like, the whole gun thing, I wanted to engage with this dude because he was everything I wanted to run from, basically. Big white dude, fucking probably a MAGA cat. But I mean, when it get when it got down to it, like this dude was a fucking he was taking care of his niece and nephew since birth. Yeah, 
Yeah. He was a fucking single dad, worked good two dude. jobs. Good dude. Has a fucking, you know I mean, like he's a good dude. He just, what am I going to hold over his head? The fact that he votes a certain way? Like, I get it. If he's racist, he's racist. It didn't come out openly. It didn't come out openly, but I'm just saying, like, fuck, we have so much in common, but 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 these these lines are there for some reason. Well, it's the politics, and you buy into it, bro. And it's not just politics. You're looking at people on social media nowadays, bro. Well, I mean, that's you're looking at rappers that side a certain way. You're looking at a dude that lives in a certain city that only fucks with this guy. It's yeah, just like yeah. the it's the, us versus the bubbles concept. versus the bubble. Yeah, exactly right. It's just it always it always almost always reverts back to us versus them, dude. It almost always reverts back to us versus them. Like, I can't, I don't know, man. It always, almost always, right? Because you get, like, empowered by, like, my group. And then, like I said last time, I think I think I said this last time, was that you, there's, like, this very romantic ideology that we have is for humans when you're overcoming, like, the other group. You know what I mean? Like, it's this big triumph. When you're the underdog and you overtake? But you're always the underdog, right? Like, if you're in that group. Give me an example, because my mind's kind of drawn. Like, what do you, what do you, like, give me a group, exactly, like. Like, us your... versus them, right now. So, let's, let's pick the most blatant examples, is, like, if you're the, if you're. Like a like anti, a, anti-cop and. No, and, no, let's, no, no, let's go back to just the most blatant us versus them groups that we have right now is always going to be. For the near future is going to be the Democrats and the Republicans, right? So if you're Republican, you're overcoming the idea or like the socialist movement into our country, right? Okay. And if you're a Democrat, you're overcoming you're overcoming like this oppressive xenophobia. Yeah, like oh, all the racism or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you create those ideologies in your group, and then it becomes like this: I have to overcome this. So it's like this struggle. You know, it becomes like a struggle, dude. I get it. And that's and then the, then like when you collectively when you have that group think go along with it it's so dangerous man it's so fucking dangerous and it's ruined it just ruins. Listen to George Washington's farewell dress, man. That so that's shit it, that's is real. Your, that's your hip. That's your. I mean, that makes sense, bro. Maybe I'll that keep shit it. is real, bro. Like I love that. I love that address. And this dude hit so many nails on the head in that speech, and you could relate it to nowadays times. And you could really look at it and be like, holy shit. <laughs> and like, even just foreign government influence and stuff like that, especially like in this latest election, you know, I'm not going to be a, a, a sheep and, uh, you know, take a side or anything like that. But like, I've read parts of the Mueller report and that shit is scary, man. It is. Uh, that shit is scary. It's, um, yeah, man, the way that uh, I get you on that, that makes sense. If if we get anybody to get hip to, hopefully somebody does listen to that speech. Cause uh, one thing about Vince that I mean, he he's always kind of marched to the beat of his own drum, which is pretty cool. Cause uh, for a long time we're in our twenties, and uh, this dude's always been about reading philosophers, and and uh, it's cool to just kind of see somebody at a certain age and uh, kind of you know that's his thing, and and and, and it makes per- it makes him who he is. So if uh, anybody takes a liking, I think hearing that speech and and, and hearing I need the founding father, whatever it is, but um yeah, I mean, just give it a go, man. I, I think nowadays we just gotta try and, and listen and and because I'm a big fan of history for a reason because I mean that that cliche is if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat. Yeah, it makes perfect sense in any aspect. If you fucking keep doing the same thing your parents did, like, what, you're not even listening to your own fucking history, you know what I mean? Not at all. You could always learn off of people, man. 
content. So that's that's where we do our most learning is just based off of like other the history or just even present day times, the way that people are doing things or whatever. Like you always have to build and. And I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't emphasize that enough. I think more or less just, I mean, just fucking talk to people, man. Like I know it's hard nowadays. Everybody's home. Everybody looks at the fucking phone on social media per se. But fucking, I don't know, open up your DMs and fucking reach out to friends or text or call yeah, or meet yeah. people. I I'm mean, telling they, you, I've in these last three weeks, I bro. Mean, like a date, I mean, do whatever. Not a mean, date per se, yeah, but you get yeah. like I just I enjoy talking to people, bro. Yeah. Even if it's so a fucking thirty minute blurb where this fucking dude turns out to be a DB that I assumed, my assumption was correct. Yeah. I don't talk to him no yeah. more. Easy yeah. fix. Yeah. I, I don't I don't get this shit, bro. But this whole defund the police concept, I don't know, man. I think that people's uh, people's views are a little bit misguided. But, I mean, maybe some police departments do need to be less funded. Motherfuckers are rolling around. You, you know, shouldn't be rolling th- around in the tank and rancho if that's, that's the, the case, thing. Right? It's like maybe we need to refocus <laughs> our energy, right? It needs to be like demilitarize the police. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that's never been okay. Like none of the – our country – should never be accepting of military like influence into our society. It shouldn't happen. We don't have military parades. Knock on wood. Um, even even the homeboy, he, he yeah. got one kind of right. Yeah, he sure it was, did. It was, it my was, man. It was a FEMA parade, but he got one right. Yeah, and that <laughs> that stuff's not okay, man. We don't need to flaunt. We don't need it. It's never supposed to have been part of our society um, that, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I understand the level of you need to out, uh, what do you, out, you need to have a, a better weapon than the bad guy, right? You need to be able to outgun the bad guy, which is understandable, but I don't see bad guys in the level of machinery that we could bring out and roll out into our civilian streets and we should never have been we should never be okay with that but like i've i've watched like documentaries on it defunding the police no on the militarization of the police oh, i got you and pbs you know, they're right? just kind of like deals might have been vice but yeah, they get shit cheaper they're just deals man yeah, yeah cities, because cities we've, been through some, we've been through wars man we've yeah. been through some like serious wars so like that stuff's on the table right now. Um, I got you on on that. As I, I think um, my take on 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 crime and I, I just think more or less it's it's it's. I mean, the funding needs. To, I mean, unfortunately, um, my my I, I have more of an education aspect of 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 what the fuck is going on in 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 crime ridden areas. I mean, they just don't have the funds going into these schools, in my opinion, already. Plus, the home life is a little different because, you know, maybe the parent has to work doubles jobs or there's only one parent in the household yeah. or whatever it is. I just think more. I mean, there's no YMCA's open. Like, it's just shit that certain areas take for granted. And yet the money that is allocated for that city due to revenue per the year gets given to, hey, it's a fucking it's it's a crime ridden town. Let me give fucking 90 percent of my budget to the cops. Yeah. Yet these fucking schools are fucking underfunded. Yet there's no after school program. Yet there's no jobs for kids to do. Like, I, it's I, I don't I don't see how you go that route. Like I, I I just more or less you educate 
you fucking build a strong fucking education system anywhere you go, and the opportunities are going to come. And I think, I think, in my opinion, I think providing more funding police officers with like more education, more training from because like there's been tons of lessons learned throughout our history of like policing, right? Like yeah. I've met um, like some really great educated cops that I, I one came to speak to our class one time when I was in San Diego. And the guy was just full of insight. And he was awesome. You know, he was he a been, street cop or he was a No, he was a sergeant a at that time. He was a sergeant, but he had been in the game so long. He'd been in the San Diego Police Department for like 30 years or something insane. Oh, so he knew the ins and outs. Yeah, but like, I mean. He wasn't that, a bad dude. No, not yeah. at all. Like, yeah. that guy knew, like, if he was able to influence as many police officers as possible. Like, if you could bounce him around to different police officers. Like. Have, you know, have the the speeches, you know, give these poor guys days off or, you know, these poor police officers days off, man. Like build schedules where they could go and they could, you know, have one day of like they're being paid to, you know, go and train, go to a seminar, you know. And, you know, these things may be happening. I don't know to a point, but I think they need to happen more. They need to be able to be educated in in, 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 in tactics, you know, more than beyond a, a, a six months police academy. We would never have our military personnel and like they're not comparable to military personnel. But even if you look, they shouldn't be. But even, you know, there is a certain dynamic that they have to get violent sometimes and stuff like that. Like they need to go through these types of trainings, restraint trainings. And other things beyond like a police academy, six months. But is it only six months? They're like five, six, four. I think some are as short as like four months. So, okay. But they do go to continued education, right? From my understanding, police officers do. I to don't get know promoted, how, I think they need degrees, right? Well, I don't know. but In, I certain, don't, ca- in certain cities? I I'm heard. not sure. And I think that every department is going to have like different standards and stuff. But mm-hmm. like some of them are so stretched out. Like San Bernardino PD. They'll take me? When you, well, probably. <laughs> not a, that I would apply, man. Not a guy who uh, buys a. Um, AK wannabe, with nines? I already AK. have nine millimeter, baby. I want to be AK. I'll take but, my own gun to work. Nah, but, man. I'm just playing. I wouldn't be, I couldn't be a cop. But when. I don't think I meet the height stature anyway. Yeah, man. that's true. Man. What do you have to be? Like five feet? I don't know. I'm five, five on a good day, yeah, baby. Five, five. five, four? Not close. But. Uh, uh, I'm not five, three, baby. Come on. Stop. I'm taller than Altuve. I'll tell you that, man. You think I'm shorter than Altuve? Altuve can hit the home run, though, bro. Well, now we know why, though. Yeah, that's the truth. He had a fucking. We had the. He had a. You what's know that what was one? Coming at him, S- bro. He had a, Sm- a Smith's code or what's that shit on his chest. Yeah, you know what's up. That's just terrible, bro. But you know, like some of these people, some of these police officers, they just don't have the time. Man. And who really wants to like? I don't know. Man. It's one of those professors, like you know, if you want any kind of personal time that you're gonna have because you're so damn busy, anyways, like you might as well be able to. Um, you need you know, that like leisure. You, you want that leisure time too, but like that's what I'm saying is like take a day out of their shift where they could go and like train or work on community policing, man. That's what yeah, like I, yeah, I'm all for the, community. You like, have it, this idea of community policing, but how many of us have really, if we haven't gone out of our way to go and like talk to a police officer or shake a police officer's hand? They become something that they're not. Like this is a regular ass person in a uniform that does a lot for a lot of good for our society as a whole. But when it's turned in the wrong direction, is a whole lot of bad. And that's obviously gonna depend on where they're at. You know, if you're if you're patrolling Irvine, 
yeah. it'd probably be a lot different. Or if you're patrolling Upland, Claremont, Rancho yeah. Cucamonga, Versus it's going to be a lot different than patrolling Stockton, parts of Oakland, San Bernardino, San Bernardino parts, parts of LA. LA, you know, like that. I get you. You're going to have, and then, so give that, you know. I, I think we have the fucking detriment of living in Southern or in California where the I, I get I, I'm all for community policing. You should work where you fucking live basically for a cop in my opinion. So you have some skin in the game. You don't want to go fucking abuse your fellow's fucking neighbor, basically, right? Yeah. But, but I mean, we fucking drive so much in California. Like how can they yeah, community but, police? But in community policing, like the idea is that like the police officers are not just there to regulate like and enforce law like they're there to build bonds so even if you weren't living in that neighborhood you would build skin in the game because you're seeing like the same people over and over so let's say oh, you're a cop you work this shift every day of the week in this city you're saying you drive the same route get to or know the neighbors maybe not the same route i think there should be some elements of surprise because you don't want to give like criminals no you're right yeah, yeah you don't want to be so on the car i mean but aside from like that tactical back so, and forth i think that you should you know, have police officers, like, you know, we used to have the Ron Ives, uh, one of the motorcycle police officers that was hit and killed a couple of years back. In Rancho? He has, yeah, in Rancho. He has, they, they have, like, this bike event. And... That Baker shit where they run from Baker to Vegas? Yeah, you know, you have that kind of stuff. But, you know, let's get the handshakes going, you know, in, in, in neighborhoods. Or, Post-COVID, know, dude, It's hard, though. Post-COVID bro. handshakes? No, I know, that's true. But Or elbow bumps. But elbow the, bumps. the hard part is is that, like, how many citizens are going to fucking automatically start throwing a fit about that? You know, like, it's a really... They're really put into a hard situation, man. They it's, really, it's, really it's, um, it's, um, I mean, I grew up in an immigrant household. Your, your upbringing was a little bit different. I know my take on, on policing was... I'm not that I grew up in a gang-infested household or anything, but it's just... My family was always really weary of of letting authority into the house. Yeah, I don't like it. Just because my mom had papers, but I don't think my dad legally did for a little while. I don't know. I mean, through marriage, yeah. But I'm just saying, there's no immigrant households have a different take, and I think urban, like not urban, but um, different cities have a different take on on that. Like it's tough, bro. I don't I don't know how to fix it. I really don't. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not a one. it's not one size fits it's all. Not. It's like almost like a city fits. by city bait. It, it sucks. Really, and it's a cultural uh, thing too. Like, and that that's where it reverts back to like, how's the leadership? How's the captains running the departments? How's they run? How the lieutenants running their ships? How's the sheriff running their county? How's back the to, uh, how's the captain running their police department? You know, or whatever it may be. How's the chief of police running the police department? You know, like I, it's it. But then, like, you need that accountability. You know what I mean? Personal accountability, yeah, you right? Need personal accountability. I've you always need been a fan of that shit. You bro. need checks and balances, man. I think more or less as people, as citizens, whatever it is, like, it, 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 this, whatever the system is, whether it be the criminal, I mean, you fall into the pit and you don't have, a, you don't have money for a lawyer. You're in this system, and it's hard to get the fuck out, man. Hell yeah, you, man. You, like, you get out with the misdemeanor somehow, if yeah. you're lucky. Yeah. That still stays on your record. Yeah. When I worked for... Uh, um, one of the lockdown facilities that I worked at, you see people who gets trapped into the system, man. They they get worse. 
It's no way out. And that's bro. the mental health system. That, that could be a topic. There's that aspect of it. You're right. I that could even think be a about topic it. for another day. Mental health. You're talking about fucking just being caught. Like, I know, I mean, I have a personal relative that came out not that long ago, has a felony on the record, and he's never been the same since. No. He can't get work. He can't. The time he has gotten work, he's lied about it on the app, and once it came back, then he lost then the job. Fired. Yeah, you get fired. Um, he can't live certain places because it's a violent felony. It, it's... And he had a lawyer, bro. Yeah. And he still got that raw. I mean, yeah. and mind you, I'm not advocating for what he did because I, I, I think he did it. So no issue there. It's just the personal responsibility. The person, like, I, I get it. If you're in an area, if you're in a system where, hey, you're going to make a mistake, that's fine. I mean, I'm not knocking it that way. But it's just you've lived this long without being in the system trying to stay out of it. Like, it's fucked up. But it's almost like your best way of fighting the system, in my opinion, is not being a part of it. Like... I don't even have a speeding ticket under my belt because I, I don't want to be a part of it. No, I that's the only... Oh, I have a no headlights at night ticket in my badass. Oh, I do have a speeding ticket now. But, yeah, that shit... It's scary, man. And like, in my opinion. No, I know I don't have the money to fucking pay for a good lawyer, bro. It, it's it's scary, man. And even a good lawyer might not be able to get exactly. you out of it. You know what I mean? I know I just stretched that shit to trial regardless of what I got caught with. Yeah. I'm not pleading for shit. Well, that's how our system should have been. You know we could shut down this shit. And that's how our system should have been. Yeah. I don't like the uh, plea deals. I don't like any of that. I mean, I get it from like an efficiency standpoint, and you don't want to overwhelm the courts. But I like can really 90, care. Isn't it like ninety ninety four point? It's like ninety percent or something or like to get caught out. Plea deals. Yeah, and the, like I don't know, dude. I'm really uh, I don't know, man. I think everybody should have like their day in court. And if you did stress the system out a little bit more, I think the system might have a little bit more accountability itself. It's um. Yeah, man. I mean, dude. but I don't think go. You know, trying to stay on topic with the defund the police. I I think that they need more money. I think they need more money. So that's or your take. At least they need to, more money, more training. At least more training. I don't know if that means more money. It okay. could mean that I they just that. need. They to, definitely need more training. I don't know. It could I, just mean that they need to move money around, right, and work their budget okay. like any good organization would do. Okay, I'll give you that. So that's your take on that. My take is, I, I just, I think it should be. I mean, the, the funds should be allocated on. Um, no, I mean, you don't have to lay anybody off. I guess because the money's going to be paid, and I think their their jobs are guaranteed for the most part. But I just think a lot of this stuff needs to go back to the education piece, man. Yeah. Um, for sure. And like you could do that with And as parents, we know what we look at. Like it's fucked up to say, but we, we put up with living in certain parts because we know schools are funded a, a different way yeah, where we sure. grew up. And yeah. I, I think that's that's always something I hold fucking a, a large debt of gratitude to is growing up in Rancho because I wasn't really supposed to live in that town. My parents just happened to be there before it boomed. Yeah, yeah. And I was one of the rare fucking immigrant kids. Not immigrant because I was born here, but my parents were immigrants. I was like the only, one of the only immigrant fucking households in the neighborhood, and you could tell by the white fence and the cars and shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, you I, sure could. Man. <laughs> God damn, your dad had a lot of cars. Oh, bro, I, I want to say I don't even want. I mean, they could die on my now. He doesn't, but yeah, at least twelve fucking cars in the backyard. Twelve, at one point. twelve, oh my bro. God, I said twenty. They would come in running, and then they would never leave again, I bro. Said twenty, bro. That was a hoarder for sure. Your pops had more cars than you've. Owned in your history, bro. Yeah, you own a lot of cars, dog. Nah, I'm not George, bro. Stop, I only had like bro. three cars. Stop, shit. It, bro. Stop, bro. I had that old ass Accord. My first car had the Integra, Integra. and I went to the Fit. You went to the Fit, and then from the Fit, you I got the SUV, and then I got this shit. Same five five cars. cars already, bro. 
Bro, how many cars you had? Not enough. Like at least ten? Nah, not even, bro. Hey, where's that Fiesta? Oh, that one got taken. Festiva. Away. It got to the it went to uh donation, I think. Or the junk. The Malibu store front? I thought I saw it. Yeah, that. it was right there. Oh, okay. So your take is on more training, community patrolling. The more training, uh huh. Yeah, you, you need I think they need more money. Man. I got I you. think they need more training. They need a lot more like Leisure training, you know what I mean? Like where they don't have to dress up in their uniform. Okay. Or maybe they may put on a suit. I don't know what the fuck. They, that's not really what's important. I mean, go in street clothes. But, you know, take them. You know, and, and you know, because they're getting bashed right now, man. And I think that that's misplaced some some points at some times, you know, like. But again, dude, I, I do. And I don't know if it's, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not out there, uh. I'm not out there trying to get a. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to fucking get. What's that one dude in Buffalo got his head fucking bashed in just because he. No, he didn't get his head bashed in. He fell back. He fell back, but whatever it is, I, I know he was are, like nudged and fell back, but he's like 82. If you're which a was cop. A terrible looking video, man. It's terrible. If you're a cop, you have every advantage working in your face. So you shouldn't really be. I get it. You get a lot of shit. I get it. But I don't. I don't. I still don't. But that should... I mean, let's break it down. How many cop killings are there a year? I'd say the numbers are what? Less than 5% of cops? Die? I don't know. I'd have to look. It's it's a fucking minor number. Like, it's not a big number. Like, I'm not saying, hey, and, and if you break down the numbers on the on the amount of minorities killed at, at the hands of the police, it's... In terms of other deaths and murders, let's say, it's not... I think it's in the middle of the pack. I think. I would have to... I don't know. I'd have to look at all the numbers. If you look at it that way. Not that it matters, but I'm just saying, like... Or we have to pull up the numbers. I'm gonna have to bring my laptop. Next you don't week. have to be an asshole. To, you don't have to be an asshole cop. Basically, that's just my point. Yeah, then, yeah. For I sure. get and you. You're, you're gonna get a lot of shit. I understand the climate. You're gonna have a chip on your. I get it. That's a cultural. But thing, if though. you go to fucking work thinking that a certain person that decides to protest is is coming at you aggressively or has a like they're not gonna come at you and shoot at you because there's no bent like, I think if you shoot a cop it's 10 years minimum right kill him or not come on bro and it's a federal offense I might as well no, like come probably, on yeah, bro he's 25 like who's gonna go out there and shoot a cop if you have something to lose it's pretty rare you yeah. in my opinion so I, I get it it's just this whole thing man it's we take care of each other, and we kind of take we, we kind of take that ammunition away from from anything. In our opinion, in my opinion, you know what I mean. I I think more or less we we drive with ourselves every day. We see each other every day. Yeah, but even driving with yourself, bro. Like how many drivers or that's like people's safe space where they drive like dicks and they're fucking. That's what I'm saying. But if you break it down in hindsight, you look at it like, dude, like you're trusting somebody enough to drive. Like you have your kids in the car with you when you drive. Let's say you trust the people on the freeway enough. To know that they're not going to rear-end you. I don't think it's... I don't necessarily... Not in general, because you still wear your seatbelts and shit, but I'm just saying more or less... I don't know if that's... It's just kind of taken out of the equation, the fact that there's a lot... There's a lot... We put we, we put a lot of our... our, 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 our Whatever makes us whole, and, and anybody could come in and interfere and fuck that up, and, and, and it doesn't happen on a, on a regular basis, and we don't think about it that often. I, I don't know if that's trust, though. More than like a necessity. What trust in any way? Like you say right now, your neighbor. Let's it's say you an had acceptance. A, let's say you had a nut job neighbor and you I didn't know about. I think it's just an acceptance. Okay. Or you don't think about it though, right? Yeah. I mean, it. I don't know. Like, I try to control it as much as possible because I don't trust anybody on the road. I get it. 
I've been but really trying to be a better saying. driver. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying have faith in but each other like a little bit. Safe spa- it's people's safe spaces, and they just do like some pretty buck wild shit sometimes. And I car, do. Man. I'm a texting driver. I'm, Road I'm, rage. I'm, I'm, like, I'm wild, I don't text and drive really anymore. I've been texting and driving since I since I was T9, baby. Yeah, that's true, that's bro. Not, you were flip flowing it. No I doubt. I was fucking it up, bro. You were I almost killed you guys a couple times. I feel bad about it. At least a couple times, bro. Yeah. I still feel like I'm gonna die every time you're driving. Dog. Uh, not only can you not see, I drive with glasses now, bro. Yeah. I think you text and at drive night too, bro. I, yeah, no, you, got, you know what? I got a lot crazy. better. It's crazy. It's like when you text and drive, bro. You close one eye too. So I mean, Do you I only really? got one eye dedicated to a phone. That means you're driving blind, baby. I didn't even know. I, I close one eye. You do. You can't see. Yeah, I bro. seen it, bro. That's just that's just bad. That's terrible, dog. I don't blame you. Got babies you, bro. to go home to, my man. Nah, you're right. Right, and not right. only that, everybody else, a lot of people got babies. Everybody's to go on to. the same boat, man. Hey, you know what? To be honest, though, I ha- have been trying. And, uh, people got babies to go to too. Now, when I get in the car, I put my phone on uh, "Do Not Disturb," so I don't even get notifications, and uh, I'll pick whatever I'm listening to prior to driving. I think what I what I fear the most is like slipping up and hurting somebody. Yeah, that'd be my biggest fear, bro. Yeah. A few times I've almost. It's not worth it, bro. Hell nah, bro. And I think nowadays they'll check your phone record. Like, you're fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't really say that because... Uh, I know I've been in a... a, a I have know a rear, situation. I have rear-ended a, a, a vehicle. I wasn't texting and driving at the time. But when I called my insurance to file the claim, one of the first things they ask is, were you doing it? And I say no, which I wasn't. But they, they have your phone number and they say they could subpoena the company. Yeah. For they phone records. They could. So... Yeah, man, it's it's, it's and then, and then I think if they do find out your phone was sending texts at X amount of time, I think I don't know could, if he would. I think I don't even, even think they'd fucking accept your claim at that. I point. think they could track to the not even because how many things do we do where we're not sending texts and stuff? I think it even phone goes calls, is social deep media is into uh, you hitting your pad like your your phone at all. Yeah, I think they could track that. Yeah, it's fucked because you if you could track keystrokes on like microsoft word that have been like deleted completely and you could bring them back that's crazy have you heard of the shit that they're doing i forget the company behind it but a lot of a lot of companies um for the employees working at home the shit that they installed on those computers oh yeah bro for sure strokes the cameras the mics everything if you're working from home or on a vpn and you're working remotely during this time please be careful because they are watching you they're on you and I'm not going to say anybody's name, but, you know, I was associated with an organization. I It turned out they were doing a lot of stuff in my phone that um, I, uh, I, I, I uh, negligently allowed them to do. So just be careful because if you think it just it's, comes with the territory. Though, yeah, man. Fortunately, I mean, these companies will take advantage of you, bro. They'll take advantage. They just know. take advantage. It's sad, man. But you think you're gaming the system by, you know, going to fucking Target on your lunch break. But trust, they know where you're at. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was getting wild at the end, bro. That's what's crazy about, like, society nowadays is, like, we've never been so intruded on by, like, organizations. It's particularly the one that bothers me the most. Any organization that bothers Who fucks with you the most? Amazon? The government, bro. Oh, the government? But, no, no, I'm saying well, who's the government. The, who, who's your poster child for intrusion? Well, Facebook? I mean, you got Google, Facebook, social media, any social media website, anybody, really. But what bothers me is, like, government. But what's crazy now is, like, we've never been so forthcoming with information. And what I mean by that is it's not about, like, what the government monitors us with. It's what the government has access to now. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because if they want a search warrant, it's not the fact that they have, like, a, a red light camera or a camera in the park or something like that. That's scary, right? What's scary is the fact that they could subpoena or they could search warrant for your stuff. Anything that you have. Anything you own. Anything that you own. Your computer. If you have your own little cameras, they could, you know, fucking draft up some some warrants or some search warrants, whatever. And they could look all your shit up. Everything, bro. Okay. That's what's crazy. It's like, that's what's scary. Like, we literally walk around with the GPS on our persons all the time. And like, we're, we're not forthcoming with that information but that information is accessible accessible yeah no good thing you brought that up because that was another it's a rat i'm not trying to go down the rabbit hole with it but the fact that people are so caught up in i get it right i mean i'm 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 not very trust trust trusting of of any government agency but i mean if they wanted us bro it's inherent in our dna as americans to not trust the government exactly it's supposed to be and i think that People got it fucked up when people think that we're supposed to be so gung-ho about our government. I remember I had this guy one time when I was in Chafee, Harvard on the Hill. Okay, Woo! I was with my little, hey, hey, hey. My little general head on. And uh, I had this one guy. He was <laughs> an older dude, man. He had the army backpack on and the whole deal. You could tell he went. To, he just came back from Iraq. Ooh. And this was prime prime war on like height of it dude and this guy had just war come back shit. yeah and he had just come back i think from a tour in iraq he was in the army and he was uh he had been in for a while bro like two two um two enlistments or something man and uh i remember i was like man i'm really curious to know this guy's like perspective on like the government he's like he's like the way that i view it is like i'm not out there for the government that's he what he said, said yeah he's like i'm not out there for the government I'm here for, I'm for the people, you know, I'm like there for the people and that idea is good. That's a good idea, right? Yeah. But was he, what, you know, I don't know, bro. Do I agree with that? He wasn't there, but his ideals were in the right place, right? Like he's there and you know, the war on terrorism is, yeah, it's a slippery slope, especially when you talk about going into Iraq, right? Because I don't know. There's no reason to be in Iraq. Yeah, it's going to be our Vietnam. Yeah. Probably in the future. No, it's already Heart goes out to all the people who are... How many total lives? We lost track, but I I know Iraqi civilians. Iraqi civilians has to be in the millions, right? I don't think of millions, but... It has to be hundreds of thousands. At least scraping them. I don't know. I don't know because they How many servicemen? 5,000 maybe? I think we've lost... I don't know. I'd have to look up the numbers now, unfortunately. I was in high school when the 2000 mark hit, and that was a big deal. Yeah, it was. Fallujah was just popping, and I was a senior when the 2000 number hit, and that was a big deal. And that was a Carrie Bush re-election campaign, and uh, Carrie still couldn't pull it out. But uh, I remember that was a big topic because 2000 was a lot of... uh, That's a lot, but like... It's kind of like the us versus, it's us versus them again, right? Oh, that was 15 years ago, right? Yeah. I'm, well, I think we're over five or six collectively if we count Afghanistan and Iraq. And I don't know how they count the people who come back and then die. 2001, we're straight in Afghanistan and Iraq, right? The same year? 2001? Yeah, right no, after 9-11. We didn't go to, into Iraq until 2003. 2002? 
So Afghanistan was right after then, by itself? October 2001. So a month after 9-11, we were in Afghanistan already? Or the country was in Afghanistan? We going to Afghanistan. What are we in? That was 19 March, years. March of 2000. And we're not out of Afghanistan completely? No. We still have what? Civilian forces? No, we have, uh, we have, we have uniform forces. Military bases too? Yep. couple. So and that's 20 years almost in Afghanistan. Iraq, Look how you're saying? Long we've been in, in Korea. You're right. That is a treaty. Look how though. been we. That look war, how long that, we've been into. Uh, that war is in Germany, over there, man. right? Even though they're starting to pull troops out of Germany, we're downsizing in Germany, which is kind of interesting. Germany still doesn't have military, right? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. They have their own military. Pretty sure. Yeah, Japan even has a naval force now too. I think they allow. I think the U.S. allowed for uh, for their beef with China, no? Yeah, and we're in Europe mainly because. Of our beef with Russia, Russia. Well, I mean, all that stuff's all just tactical, like stuff, and we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I guess I would be really interested to know what goes on behind the scenes. The arms deals, the man, really crazy, crazy stuff. Just the shit we know about is crazy enough. Like it's insane. Like, uh, who do we negotiate? The Taliban was negotiated with recently. Right? Didn't mm-hmm. they, didn't Trump negotiate with with the Taliban? Sure was. To think about like to the like how did how does it get to the point where you put a halt on a conflict and you have leaders of a terrorist organization per se meet with you in a fucking room in like Switzerland and you just talk about how you're gonna end your conflict, bro? Like it's just baffling to me, bro. Yeah. And these dudes left in a plane, probably. You knew exactly where they were going. Blow them up. It makes no sense, bro. The way this shit works, but uh. Defunding, that's that's a hot topic. Um, yeah, of course, November, you're looking at these elections that are coming up. November's in time. I think Biden, I think Biden's going to pick up Kamala Harris oh here, man. God. And I think it's going to be a Biden-Harris, and uh, that'll be our next I don't know. I thought, I thought Harris was kind of, didn't she get a lot of slack because she was the DA of fucking? Uh, that don't matter, though. She's a hot hit, man. You think? She had a lot of steam. I don't think it's going to be Warren because I think Warren has her own, she has her own cult. So I don't think she could click up with Biden. Um, I was thinking it was going to be, she was running with Georgia. What's her name? Stacey Abrams? Uh I was thinking it was going to be her, but I think she kind of got some slack because of the sexual harassment shit that was coming out. She didn't really say the right things with Biden. So maybe it is Kamala, bro. Because she's, I guess she's a moderate, I guess. I've said Kamala since... Forgot when, but I take pride in that call. All right. Okay, I'll give you. I mean, I, I don't still know. think I don't. I know hate that. to. I I don't like Biden fucking at all, bro. Like, I mean, it's fucking embarrassing to say that people are fucking have a bumper sticker at either of these nuts. Yeah, I don't. But like the that fact either. that a thirty year career politician in his fucking eighties is going to possibly, and I think You're it's very possible. If you, but who knows? You look at these bullshit. It's polls, his to lose, kind of. But let him talk and he's gonna lose it. Like, yeah, dude. Like, this guy like, can't. He, he, he and I get it, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not the best speaker either, but I'm not fucking a politician. Yeah, these debates are. Oh my bad. lord, bro! I could just have one of his reps out. If there, fucking bro. Trump had a debate last time he ran, one of his puppet One of them was talking about fucking the the size of his hands out and open. Yeah. It was what do you think bad. these two fucking quacks are gonna talk about? I, I think that debate. More and and the Biden campaign. My understanding, as much as I hate politics and hate politicians, I've kind of forced it, or I, I I stumble across articles and stuff about it. But I think they only agreed to like three debates, and I think that they've only agreed to three debates because they know my man DT four hundred is gonna murder this guy. 
on the debate platform, dude. He's on just going to attack him. On that kitty shit, yeah. He's like just going to attack him. You're fucking old. What does he call him? Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. He'll bring up his son. He's just going to He'll bring up him. Ukraine. He's, he's got so endless topics that he's going to draw out. The guy's like a master marketer. He He's going to murder Joe Biden on the debate platform. My thing, I, and I think that they did a good thing by only agreeing to like three debates. They should have probably only agreed to half a debate or no debates because it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a slaughter, but potentially a slaughter fest, man. Because uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Biden's be aside from everything else, he uh, he has a hard time going off cue because he could stick to his shit. He could give you numbers and and flip shit, but if if on a debate side, because Trump is perfect at pulling it out. He'll fucking just tease him about something. Yeah, well, and like nobody's used to that kind of shit, especially on the Dems, because they don't have a fuck. They don't have any bite in the game, bro. They fucking bark. They don't even bark, bro. They just they don't they don't know how to. I don't know, bro. They're just they're not aggressive. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them, bro. I, don't know. I mean, they have. I mean, if you look at Trump's aside from the obvious, but just looking at his business dealings in the eighties, bro, like. He would fucking he would build buildings and not pay the the fucking workers. Yeah, file bankruptcy. File right? bankruptcy, or he would, when he was in Atlantic City, he, that city only had like three catering companies, and he burned bridges of all three because he would he would hire them to cater an event and not pay them. Yeah, dude. Aside, like just the obvious shit, bro. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be really interesting to see where our politics head these next couple months because it's coming fast. Fuck yeah, we're already in what? We're already in July. We it's have what? We're we have. Well, well almost July, yeah. So, so you have five months, and then you got, and then you have the beef with. How are we gonna vote? The whole mail-in ballot bullshit's a bullshit too, because we need to roll all that out too, dude. We don't even have online voting. Most countries do. Have you voted in this country ever? No. If you don't mind me asking, no. not even locally. I don't feed the machine. It's um, yeah, bro. It's baffling, bro. When you when you go, I've I've done it twice. Uh, I've done it twice. I've, I've done local elections, mind you, but I have done one presidential election. But you do a paper, fucking Scantron shit. Anybody could fucking grab it and do whatever they want with, if it can, if it counted. If it wasn't for the electoral college, which is bullshit all in itself, in my opinion. Yeah, I need to I need to vote this time around. Though. But I mean, if you look at a paper, like I don't I don't know, man. Like it it it, it it's fucking weird. Like I get I get why. How many people in this country actually do vote? Like forty million? No, it has to be more. Is it than more that, than that? I think. I think. Uh, I look it up. It's not I, much. I think it has to be more than that. I think it's over a hundred million. But out of a, a country of 200, 350 million or more, like you're telling I might me, be wrong on that though. Even if it's a hundred, that's small. Yeah. Because most other countries have a higher turnout than we do, and I don't know what it is. And we're lucky we live in a. Dis- I think we take it for granted, man. Like I, I don't. Like, if I was to speak for myself, I've never felt the obligation to vote necessarily. But, like, now that I'm seeing... In a presidential side, right? uh Uh-huh. Now that I'm seeing where we're at, it's like, I feel obligated to, like, vote. Like, I've never felt that obligation. I feel obligated now. But I've always held the opinion that, like, voting... You're like in every election, like you're voting for new bills to get passed. Right? Yeah. Or like, and that's more restrictions on us. I got you. Like, right, you're voting for your freedoms to be get, taken away. Yeah. Like every election, there's these bills that are proposed and they like further restrict us. So, like, I've always, it's not that I'm against voting, it's just like I hate you, like what's on the ballot. I hate what's on the ballot. I got you. Whether it's the politician, whether it's the 
restriction on my freedom or whatever. Now, if it's to repeal something, I will go and vote. Yeah. Like, because that's, we need repealing and of a lot of stuff. If you guys do fact check or look into the numbers, it might be different. I think local elections usually have a higher turnout because it so impacts it impacts that city or that district or whatever immediately. And I get it on the electoral college front. If you go vote for a president in California, odds are we we already know Biden won California because it's a Democratic state per se. By far. And fucking your vote literally doesn't count as one vote when you vote. And it's it's so fucking baffling to me that majority does not rule. Yeah, because gerrymandering is rampant. Like if you look at the way these districts are drawn up, it's just fucking it's it, 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 it's embarrassing, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's a way of manipulating. It, and and, and I understand why, like that disinterest. It's 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 almost on purpose, bro. Like this system is so fucked up. If you hire, I'm sorry, if you elect a representative, um, what is it, a six year term for a house? I think so. Yeah, they fucking spend. I think out of the six years, I think I've looked up, they spend fucking maybe half of the time fundraising. Yeah, to run again. Ridiculous. What kind of policy making are they gonna do? Nothing. And then a senator's only well, a four why, year. That's why you have so many aides. Or a senator, right? the people who are holding your. Well, no, let me take it back. House of Representatives two years, senators four or six, right? Because that's why they're different, I think, right? Well, anyways, a senator, same thing, dude. It has a a senator is only two senators per state. There's a hundred in the country. And half of their fucking time is the same thing. They're fundraising half the fucking time. Well, it's such a quick turnover. But yeah, like that's... And then you get a four-year fucking president that controls the courts. And that's something that nobody ever talks about. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, an interpretation of what a judge sees a law to be and they lean with their ideology is dangerous to me. Oh, it's the most dangerous thing. That the could... blind, the law should be blind to. I mean, you see the law for what it is, for what you interpret it, because you went to school to interpret the law. Well, you shouldn't let your ideology dictate. It's, I don't it's, get it, bro. And that's what I, that's one of my biggest gripes with like the legal community is that if you're able to be placed into a category of your conservative judge or your your uh, progressive judge, that should terrify you. Yes. That it shouldn't be, be out in the open. That, that should, you should be you should, absolutely yeah. terrifying. Like, you shouldn't... Not only should you not be, like, that predictable, but you should not be so... Like, you. Sh- it just shouldn't be categorized like that. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be able to be categorized. Yeah. I got... Yeah, that's something you're... I don't know. Because... Don't, and that's politicizing... Yeah, it's like even if you if you talk about the highest court in the land, you're talking about the Supreme Court. How do they break it down? The conservative well, judge versus the li- like. What the fuck? And and another thing that's really bothered me, um, as far as the legal community or like the legal stuff goes, especially like high courts, is the influence that you have from a select number of schools. Because yeah. where you get your education, Harvard it Law, it the does, Yale does have an influence on you because you're like a product of your environment and yeah. stuff. So like all we're getting is an example or as. Uh, uh, we're getting uh, like samples of who is makes up our court most of the time. It's Yale and Harvard, yeah. and that's all that Princeton. We're getting. Princeton. And there's Law. a lot more law schools out there. A lot more people that are, uh, I think, a little bit more closely um, in touch with like society. You know, like. But it's almost you're right. It's almost like the Ivy League fucking law school. Program, right? If you look yeah. it up, I think if you look up at the nine judges, I think what maybe no, they're like all they're all, all from those schools. Yeah, that's not good, bro. If not, 
All that, of them are. That can't be I good. Think. That can't be good. You're and, right. Yeah, they lean a certain way, but they went to the same fucking... They're still elitist. They all went to the same schools. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I, I remember... There's a there's an opinion, I think, a court opinion out there, or there's this court case, and they make fun of it because in the court uh, case, this suspect says, I want a lawyer dog, Right? That's saying like, "Hey, I want a lawyer, dog." You know what I mean? Oh, like, I, I see what lawyer, you're saying. Oh, that's or like, you know, I want a lawyer, bro. I want a lawyer, dude, or something like that, right? Okay. It's comma, dog, right? But the judge, or I don't remember if this was appeals, or if this was a, um, just a like a regular trial court. But anyway, the judge says that that wasn't a violation of his constitutional right. Because they didn't give him the lawyer? To counsel, yeah, to counsel because he said, I want a lawyer dog. Meaning literally lawyer dog, like an actual dog. They interpreted it literally. That's how that judge interpreted that. Wow. How disconnected are you from society that you would interpret that that way? Yeah. Or how manipulative of the law and words and language are you being that you wouldn't account for slaying? That's it's why. That's dangerous. why you always go with the trial uh, by a tri- trial of your peers versus a fucking judge. It's right? dangerous. It's very, very dangerous, man. Exactly. Anyway, You're right. that's all I got to say, man. I think we're good. We're running on two hours here combined. Um, like, hopefully, we, we it should be in the line of thing. Hopefully, once a week. Um, not no pressure. It should be organic always. Um, yeah, so two hours, just in a nutshell. Thank you guys for listening. Vince, you have anything to say? You got four seconds? We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Brown sugar, baby.